Hi, I'm Paul. This is the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. <laughs> I thought you were going to do the clap. The clap? Why the was beginning? I going to do the clap? I don't know. Uh, what? Why would? Why would I? Okay, it's the beginning. He We've says, done the clap do... once. We only Why do would one. it be? Here, here. There's your clap. No, because he, was... <laughs> he had his hands like this. I'm like, okay, you got to do it or not? And he was trying to figure out what he had to say. I thought he was having like a Ricky Bobby movie. I, I, I don't know what's happening. He's hands. the maestro. Yeah. This is, he has his hands the up maestro. ready to conduct. Yes. Look, maestro. How, how ma- Look, we are in the middle of the the big tour last, and last night the, the kids played really, really awesome. And we were in this uh, cool room at Spancrest, and, and uh, they, it sounded amazing in there. It was, it was awesome. They did a really killer job. So they, they would have gotten a standing O if, you know. They, they could have stood up. Possible, yeah. <laughs> they kind of, they kind of set up in their wheelchairs yeah, a little yeah, bit. They did. They 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 gave a thunderous applaud afterwards. It was it was a really cool reception afterwards. Cool. It, it was it was it was great. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, we're here to talk about uh, comics as we do each and every week. Thank you for uh, listening for uh, all of our zero point zero reviewers. <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> And uh, uh, but we're here to talk about the books that came out out on twelve twelve the day before my brother and sister's birthday, and I didn't call them, and I really need to call my sister because she's probably still crying. It's because of the age that she's at. Yeah. Well, you're eighty two. Oh, so. look, there's wow. three stages. There's young, middle age, and you look good. And she hit the "you look good" stage, and I have to let her know that because <laughs> wow. you know that's what a brother does. <laughs> so we're at the lying stage for you, where we have to tell you you look good. Where meh. you know what happens to one effort? No, I actually one, there's right? another one. It's like, oh, he's pretty spry, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was the first thing said about when we first saw Stan Lee like 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, he's pretty spry. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off with uh, some Marvel. There were a lot of books this week, an awful lot of books, but really. everybody's no. like, no, there were a lot of titles that I came out this week. I got my whole reading list done. Well, You have your whole reading list done? Well, minus one that I just couldn't do. All right, well, I don't think any of us could, but that'll be a quick, easy review. Uh, but we'll start off with Amazing Spider-Man number 11. Mr. Otley is back on the art. And you can tell. So good. I love, um, it. I love his art art on spider-man um and i guess sort of a christmas issue ish yeah. christmasy yeah um but is it we, like diehard christmasy or is it no it's, no, it's just i think okay. we're in that they're just acknowledging that it's december time period or whatever but but whoa whoa first off let's let's hold up here what do you mean it's diehard christmas like because diehard it just takes place during christmas so don't go there so, josh so? Do not go there. I'm just there. saying, is this just taking place during Don't Christmas? Go or are there. they doing Christmas things in it? They're doing Christmas things All in right, Die Hard. All right, so then it's... <laughs> They're at a fucking Christmas party! You yeah, don't want to start this argument? I'm telling that's you. The, that's the Why? Setting. Why Gosh, would you? Stop poking the, the bear. Josh, you have pissed me off about many things in this room. If you're oh, standing on boy. the Die Hard's not a Christmas movie thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you upside the it door. It takes place during Christmas. But the theme isn't Christmas. Sure it is. I, that's Are a you a talking stretch. about the Die Hard movie? Because he is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
What else? I just wanted to. I thought you were just using the phrase "cross and puck Die Hard Christmas. Oh, okay, gotcha. You know, no, I'm, 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 yeah, it's just is Christmas in the background or are they doing Christmas stuff in this book? Chris, Christmas is in the background. Okay, then it is Die Hard Christmas. Okay. Look, at, look how red Jimmy's I'm turning. Hit him. <laughs> You're really not going to like on my list next week when we do top five Christmas movies. Spoiler alert: Die Hard's number one. I don't care what Bruce Willis says either, but Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I mean, you're entitled to do that. You're wrong, <laughs> but you're entitled to do that. So J. Jonah Jameson, <laughs> or JJJ, we get, since we're into the initials, how we get this I have away? no idea. I have no idea how we got there. Um, has a podcast, radio show? Radio, radio show. show. <laughs> and and he's he's trying to do good and talk well of spider-man and all this stuff because he's saying that he's a hero and all these things that i'm like what the hell <laughs> you know this is not if you if you would have kept up on sadarsky's round of spectacular you would have known yeah they're friends now yeah well i i kind of got that from that awful red goblin storyline thing in the slot mess and you know yeah, slot did not do yeah. it well I, I suggest reading sadarsky but um but yeah, you know, see, there, there's there's Christmas stuff happening because we have Christmas dinner with with Robbie and, and his son and his son, and then of course he has to go because you know that's what he does. But they do have a little Christmas prayer panel in there, which is you know kind of cool. But um, I I like this. This is still a really good book, but I mean, I like the fact that the enforcers came back, and also like the fact that they were kind of easily taken down or thwarted well and he even says you know this used to be a lot harder but you know they were like one of my first villains and i mean come on yeah so i i, I thought that was all cool um but we're we're heading up to yeah what <laughs> what what's our storyline What's well, a lifetime achievement? I don't know where we're going to go here. Are we going to—I mean—that's a lot more than Sinister Six. I—I I, I think they're kind of playing towards the Sinister Six because I mean we've been seeing Craven pop in and out, and he's the cover of either next week's or one coming yeah, up. Yeah, I thought we were because didn't we think we were getting the Craven storyline on we this? Will one? be? I know he is on the cover of. I think it might be next week's. Okay, uh, amazing because we got amazing again next week. Oh, we do. Oh, yes. before. with Christmas, yeah. Okay, yeah, because uh, uh, the 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 booking schedule is all really really crazy. Um, it, this is not one of my favorite amazing stories um, throughout the run. I've liked a lot of the other books a lot more than I like this one, but this no. is a lot of setup. Yeah, I mean, in, in a very weak week, this was in the running for a pick of the week. Agreed. Right. Again, but, but we, as as we're going to discuss and find out this week, this isn't a strong week for uh, books. It's almost like everybody's kind of phoning it in to get through Christmas. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I mean. But it's still good. There's um, more bad books than there were great books. I would say there was a lot of bad. They, 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 they weren't were even like, like bad. Just, like, just didn't. They didn't do anything. For yeah. Me. Yeah. So uh, s still good. Uh, still recommend uh, picking this issue up because I'm sure it's going to lead into something really cool. But. The art was, you know, really good and everything, too. So, liked it. So, hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi Dave. Dave. See, that's how it's done. Just saying. That's how it's done. Not not the very, you know. 
anyway. You're the maestro. You should have just conducted yeah. us into yeah, a. Conducted us into a. Uh, give us, I didn't give think us I the, how good a maestro are you. Count us in. Yeah, evidently I'm going to have to now. So, um, this is another book that's a lot of setup. Uh, probably the most interesting in, thing in this book is the Coulson panels. Did you say which book you're talking about? The Aven- oh, Avengers 11. I thought. No, he didn't. Okay, no, he I just make sure because I noticed the, 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 the maestro. Did, editing, the maestro didn't cue me. So. We, we sometimes skip the number, and it's. Yeah. I have to then look it up. Um, this is Avengers 11. Um, we get Coulson talking to somebody, and he's kind of like hard-edged since he's back from the dead. Like, during this whole interview, he's like talking about how, you know, he he used to hold the, the Avengers and the, the heroes in high regard, and he almost obsessively idolized them uh, to the point where he spent fortunes on the, the vintage Captain America cards and... He said that that all bled out of me when I was shot in the chest. He goes, and then the bastard killed my car. He goes, so he refer. I, I think he's gonna pop so up. So he's mad at Captain America. He's mad at everybody. Well, I mean, I could see him being mad at Captain America. Yeah, but Why? like, I think Deadpool is the one that that he actually references for killing Lola. Deadpool did kill him yeah. on the Captain's orders. Right. Yeah, the evil Cap. Well, he's been dead. He might not know that. He don't know that. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. I feel like if if Phil Coulson was a I guess he's not a fanboy, but he has, he is a fan of them. He would recognize it like, shit, shit happens, and it's not like it's their fault. Well, um, with the Avengers not being affiliated with the U.S. anymore, okay, um, the U.S. has put their own team together, the Squadron Supreme, which mm-hmm. I, I forget who's all in it, but he's basically the it's guy. Justice League. He's he's the guy like handling them for Thunderbolt Ross. So. Well, that's kind of disappointing that yeah, Coulson's kind of not a little not. He's, it's his, definitely his not the Coulson changing. we remember. Yeah, that, that's for sure. So, other than that, we see the first date between Thor and Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk, um, which was is that uh, is that her? That's her as Jen Walters. She looks like she's like twelve years old. I know, right? What the fuck? So that that was kind of a bumbling mess, but uh, the Avengers are having this summit. In Avengers Tower, I guess, or Mountain, is it what they're calling it? And it's heroes from all over the world. Um, and T'Challa wants to try and unite them to find a common ground so that they can oppose Namor's forces if he becomes a threat again. Instead of, you know, everybody fighting amongst each other, have this unified front. And Ursa Major is the one that the Winter Guard sent, mm-hmm. and he's kind of just like really standoffish and. You know, tells T'Challa to go just go fuck himself. <laughs> so, um, all that was led up to by some uh, unknown incident in Alaska where another oil rig was attacked, and nobody really knows what happened. And we find out at the end that it was the Squadron Supreme's first time out, and that was their, like, I guess, test, and they passed it. Uh, so th- th- that's going to be your. U.S.'s super team, I guess now instead of Avengers, but at the end, like Coulson's interrogating somebody, like that—that's the whole thing that he's doing the whole time that he's talking in his panels. And he's like, "I want you to tell me why you're working for the Black Panther." He goes, "I'm going to shoot you in the leg now," and he does. And it's somebody that worked for Shield. Like they don't reveal who it was, but all you see at the end is him laying. 
because he gets out of his restraints and the lights go out. And he's laying there with a bullet hole in his chest. And that's the end page. Coulson standing over him with a smoking gun. So, um, like I said, not a weak book, but not pick of the week type stuff. No, I mean, it seems it, on par it, with the last few yeah. issues. Yeah, good, strong series. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying I'm, I'm, the storyline. I to read it this week, but, uh, but not because it's bad. Yeah, but like I said, it, it's a lot of setup for what's going to come later. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Josh. Hi, hi Josh. Josh. Uh, let's do. Um, yeah, I'm good. Let's do Doctor Strange. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the best defense, Doctor Strange, number one. Uh, this one's written by Jerry Duggan, art by Greg Small- Smallwood. Who's also been doing the art in Vampironica. It's the same art style. Which I really do dig his art style. I yeah. Li- I it, like it. It, it fit works this book really well. book looked fantastic. It yeah. works in a um, horror because um, it gives a real classic, the magazine, black and white right. horror books that like Tomb of Dracula and stuff like that, it definitely has that sort of feel. Uh, so, yeah, I really like it. Now, I know when the first two came out last week, Immortal Hulk and uh, Namor. Namor, Namor, they had referenced that you could read these in any order. And it's true. It's true to a certain point, but I'm definitely seeing a pattern where one would fit better before well, another. Well, I mean, sure, you sure. But I mean? they, you, I don't think, uh, I mean, the two that, connect because there's this one connects to the hulk book and the other right. one connects to the namor book it uh you could probably read both in the same in, in either order and unless someone told you that they're they're meant to be read in a certain order right because the links it, really don't come out to the very last page exactly so i mean the only thing that it links all four of them together is the is the guy in the ghost costume that's stabbing random aliens which is still is not explained yet so yeah um that'll probably come out in the next one um that r- wraps them all up but this one uh, takes place uh, in the far in the future far where future, everyone's yeah. dead except for uh, Stephen Strange. And he's walking through some desert outside a city. He gets attacked by uh, sons of um, Dormammu that try to kill him, and he thwarts them. And he's talking to something that's in this satchel he's carrying. And eventually he makes it to a crater where um, he summons Dormammu. And Dormammu is like, all right, I'm going to kill you now. And blasts him with all of his magic. Steven has none of his magic left, um, so he can't defend himself. And uh, when the, after he's done getting blasted by magic, he's holding Hulk's head, yeah. which is now yeah. smiling, which is, this is probably... It's creepy. <laughs> this is probably awesome. my favorite panel of the entire week. Yeah. Just Hulk's smile. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like a little kid just got what he wanted. <laughs> like, uh, it's like when... When your little brother is like, "Oh, I want to play on the Xbox or whatever console fucking you grew up with," uh, and he goes to yell at your parents or yell at your parents like you not let him play video games, and he comes back and his, your parents yell at you, and he's standing behind your parents like, "Yeah, Haha, I got my way." That's the fucking face on yeah. Hulk right now. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's stunning. And loved uh, it. Then, but he reveals why Hulk's there and why he didn't die from the magic blast, and he the last spell he cast was a changed Hulk's ability from absorbing gamma to absorbing uh, magic. magic. So he basically just created the once like withered skull or withered head of Hulk is now a healthy looking uh, jack o' lantern looking head. <laughs> it's and, creepy as hell. And he's, I'm and sorry, he's like, it's uh, stunning, but it's creepy yeah, as it hell. Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Speaking of jack o' lantern, Dormammu looks exactly like, yeah, like yeah, a, like a jack o' lantern. I mean, he always kind of has yeah. a little bit. 
because um, of the ridges and stuff. But uh, his he- Hulk's head is basically a nuke, and he's like, all right, see you later, Hulk. And he's like, see you later. And then he blows the fuck up, launching Steven into space, where his body falls apart, and his astral form has to then travel into, like, a doorway. Well, no, do you know what's pulling him? Because he, he references that. He has a the last piece of the Silver Surfer surfboard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So but that, it, that's it, what he's riding on. It guides him... Um, through some extra dimensional place that then spits him out into the past yeah. where he then crash lands in uh the, as a the, skeleton. Yeah, in the town that um Hulk finds or Bruce Banner and, finds in the in the previous. But that's it, it, where the old guy Right. If was. Yep. the old guy that was hanging ghost like in the air is the old, is, old is, Stephen is Strange. Stephen Strange, old Stephen Strange yeah. which is what we thought, but not the old not guy. Not the old guy. guy. No, yeah. just weird coincidence that they yeah, drew they look the same alike. way. Yeah. yeah. But so this was this was really cool. Again, just for Hulk's brief appearance, um, I'm digging these books. Uh, might as well go right into the next one. Yeah, might as well go into Silver Surfer. Just keep the because, going. Okay. In all honesty, like I think this was the strongest one so far. The Doctor I, Strange. I really, I, I really um, like this one. I really this like one the Immortal Hulk. Hulk I like the. I like. Yeah, I have to disagree. I like the Hulk. This. This would be. This. But, this hey, is. I, this is still I'm very not solid. Away from the, the Hulk one, you know, I love the Hulk. Yeah. I like I like the, the Namor one best stuff. because it was quintessential Namor, Namor being a fucking being badass. So there, there hasn't been a bad one. No, 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 no. which is awesome. I love yeah, when they. I love the when best they part about it. Landing. It's only five books. <sighs> well, and especially since we're talking about the Defenders and they're yeah. actually doing something really good with the Defenders as opposed to that that TV debacle that they tried last <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, um, with the book that lasted also I think five books before they canceled it, and, um, and I think the only ones that anybody bought was the uh, Lenticular cover. Oh, there was a Scotty yeah. Young cover for this one. Yes, there's Scotty Young, Scotty Young cover. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. uh, Silver Surfer. The best defense number one. Uh, this one's written by Jason Latour, and also drawn by him as well. Apparently, um, this one was pretty cool. Uh, we have Silver Surfer kind of being like uh, he's he's kind of the man with no name from uh, uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, um, a little bit. Um, this actually gave me a lot of. Uh, is that Yondu? No, or is it just it's someone, from that race? Because his name, I forget what his name the was. The kid's name is Yaka, but the dad I thought was Yandu. It's, I don't know. I mean, if if the dad and the son look the same, it's possible that they all kind of have that look to them. Right. It's it's very clearly Yandu's race. Right. And his he even learns he uses the arrows and everything. Um. But, uh, this one. I mean, this book, in my opinion, was the, the weakest of the four, but it would by yeah, no means agreed. Very, very bad. Um, es- essentially, what's happening is Roxxon is moving in on this planet to get their last of its resources because they know Galactus is coming. Yes. And so, every- Of course they do. And everyone's like... <laughs> and one of their planes is hijacked, and it's basically barter your way onto this plane. And the mean- meanwhile, we find Well, I don't think it's, it's that Galactus... that. The, the train they keep referencing has rolled through. Whatever train that they're trying that Galactus to... That Galactus is trying to track down. Right. But you find out that the reason Silver Surfer is there is he's trying to find some reason that this world is redeemable. That way Galactus won't. But Galactus also said you have to realize the more I hunger, the weaker I am when we eventually catch this train. And he finds that this one individual is the sole saving grace of this country... And the, I think they call him Goldie throughout the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, Goldie is what they call him. This little kid kills him and 
Silver Surf's like, you fucking idiot. Do you realize what you just did? And kind of explains it to him as Galactus does what Galactus does. And eats the world. Eats yep. the world. Uh, I like how they portrayed the board in this. When he first pulls it out, it's like just a staff. Yep. And then he enrolls it, and it's like completely flat, and then it like pops up. Yeah. Because he hits people with it, too, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, this is like the first book I read, so I'm having trouble running what, what happens in it. But uh, he uh, his board ends up leaving him at the end. Yeah. And, he, and he's kind of just hanging out there, and the board just takes off. <laughs> yeah. That is an awesome panel there, though. Yes. There's well, a lot of good art in yeah. this issue. Um, and we very briefly get to see the guy in the in the cloak take his take his cloak off and have tentacles on his body. Yeah. It I don't know if this guy has way. anything to do with the train or whatever, but I mean, I, I guess all this is going to wrap up in the next issue. I, I don't know if this guy is supposed to be like one like was not the Hulk. I think it might have been the name of our book last week. He had like very human like hands, but the yes. other one he looked almost yellow, and this one he looks like a pale kind of yellow. Oh yeah, I didn't even. I, yeah, he's wearing a glove though. I don't I, know. I don't know. There's not a lot of consistency, but. I don't know. He's like a cosmic Joker or something. I don't know what it is, but we'll find out, I guess. Cosmic Joker. I'm, <laughs> no more I, mashups. I don't really. I mean, it's 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 it's. I'm I'm curious as to what it is, but I don't care that much. No, I mean, if they no, just keep writing books of this yeah. of this quality. Then I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, all all these have been solid. It's a great series. If you're not on it, I suggest you pick up all five issues. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to wait very long for them. I mean, the next one's next week, right? Yes. 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 So three weeks, so three five weeks. five great books. Miniseries awesome. done. Do more than awesome. Marvel. Yes, that's the way it's supposed to be done. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. I guess I'll review the Fantastic Four wedding spectacular wedding special. Fantastic Four wedding special. Chin strap special. It, it's terrible. It's terrible. Evidently, it's Alicia's. Bachelorette well, party. Well, the, the first one is Alicia's bachelorette party where Ben's like, oh, don't make anything, make sure anything bad happens. And Sue, all Sue says in the entire conversation is, Ben, Ben, Ben. It's fucking annoying. So they go out and Johnny has this little thing where he goes out and he goes, oh, I didn't know I had so many ex-girlfriends. And they're all like, we've had better. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. They're they're limo drivers, Latvians, so they don't doesn't like them because they're with the Fantastic Four. And Mole Man comes and crashes the bachelorette party at like a male strip club where they're yeah. all dressed up as Avengers. It that's the first story. Second story that was written by Gail Simone. She's up there with Slottis one. <laughs> she has she has one <laughs> she has one of the worst runs of Deadpool like. She did, I think, like sixty-two through sixty-nine in the first, uh, his first run. Yeah, and it was fucking awful. All right, and then we get to the next one, and which is Father Figure. Ben apparently That's has written by your boy, Mister Slot. Ben apparently has a drone motorcycle now. Yeah, I saw and, that, and, and I was well, just like, duh. Uh, yeah, of course he does. Duh. He goes to prison to get her father's blessing. Well, there, it's in a. It's in building number four of whatever uh, our apartment building or whatever the hell they're in. Well, now. they come from Foriancy Street and go to yeah. the Supermax Foriancy, prison. Yeah. And he's like, 
you probably heard the news, but I'm marrying your daughter. I asked her, and she said yes. Yeah, what is this last story? Uh, it's Fred Hembeck. On, it's all about him asking the puppet master for her hand and stuff. It's Which is the story that was just right before it. Yeah. <sighs> and and you find out he gets home and she's like, he's like, I can't believe it. He said yes as she's shoving like a doll of him. So she, clearly she was the one making it happen. And yeah, it's... I, I hate you for making me pay for this. Well, he didn't don't, make you. Yeah, don't, yes, he did. Don't. No, I would have never looked at that no, book. I would no, have never no, looked at that no. book if he didn't put it in my box. You can blame Fabian and Rob Liefeld because they made you like Deadpool. <laughs> well, there's an Archer variant too. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, and 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 it's the She-Hulk, which kind of makes no sense, but it was an excuse for Art Germ to do a back of She-Hulk. And Jen Walters looks exactly like Sarah Palin in this book. For some unfucking godly reason, yeah. I mean, it is a nice well, at cover. Least she's though. not. I mean, that's well, yeah. That cover is great, but yeah, exactly. I, I, I still won't Sarah buy Palin that piece of garbage because of it. But. No, I don't blame you. But uh, yeah, at least she doesn't look like twelve years old like she does that in was the weird, Avengers yeah. book. Yeah, that's right. just it's just. Creepy. And I guess we get the wedding in next Fantastic week. Four, no, no, no. I'm sorry. This wasn't Christmas the week. No, this is not the wedding. This Why is they call a, it the wedding special. I don't it's, know. It's the same. It's the same reason. They called the X Men Gold one the wedding special. It wasn't. It was just the lead. The bachelor party. parties. Yeah. So right. so it's FF six that will have the actual wedding Wait, in it. Six, isn't it? Isn't it? Should we be five. Is it five? Because there's four Scotty Young covers and they're done. So five is next. We did next. Week. Okay, and then it's five. Oh no, they extended it out to six. Right. Just for is you. Is there if one they, next? If they fucking skip five. They, they agreed to get married on like a Thursday. Like, let's get married Saturday. And apparently, all this is happening in two fucking days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Including all this bachelor party nonsense in in two days. Um, God, I forgot about that. Oh, because it's easy to. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't have the second headache of this podcast. You caused the first one. Slot caused the second one. <laughs> You are in the same level as Dan Slot. How does that make you feel? Infamous. <laughs> he, he is smiling right he now. Is. He like, is. There's, there's like, definitely, I don't know if it's just the red sweat jacket that he's wearing. It's it's very devilish, yes. yes. You know. So He won't be smiling when he gets a microphone upside the temple. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Fantastic Four gets released on the 26th, the day after. Um, I think that's one of the books that one of the few no, Marvel books. There's no Scotty Young cover. I checked. There's uh, no uh, other cover that I want, so I can finally not buy a piece of shit <laughs> Fantastic Four book. Well, congratulations. I, I haven't bought one since it came out. So. All right. Is there any other Marvel fellas? Oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I've got a couple. Who you got? I, I, I have one more, but I really um, don't want to review it because it's an X-Men book. As Guardians of the Galaxy number four. Did you read this one? I, I, I tried. I didn't I didn't mind. It was good. It's a good story. It's just like... um, let's get, like, The the biggest problem I, I have with it is that... I mean, and it's probably a good thing, is that Kid Loki is the most annoying fucking character in oh, this yeah, book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely like... Uh, Should have named him Josh. Joffrey uh, level... He's, he's a pain in the ass. What happens in this one is that he uh, forces Valkyrie back, or I forget who she's sharing a body with. The, the human she's sharing a body with, uh, he forces her to take the form of the human, 
I can't remember her name. Whatever. Annabelle? Yes. Uh, and she's defenseless when they're fighting uh, the Nova Corps. Because the Nova Corps wants to fix the problem with uh, Nebula leading the um, the Nagelfar, the the, un- the the dead gods army, um, and the Asgardians of the galaxy are like, well, we want to take care of it because whatever would it, would it, we get in the way, sort of thing. So they're fighting each other rather than dealing with the problem. Annabelle gets a hold of a Nova Corps helmet, puts it on, and it says, "All right, well, you're not part of the Nova Corps, so it's not going to work." But then Loki just does more magic shit. And makes her part of the Nova Corps. So now she has Nova Corps powers. Um, <laughs> Alright, fine. I mean, I, it isn't a bad book. Uh, but I don't is really... This, is this going to be an ongoing or is this just a mini? I don't know. Because seriously, if it, like... If it's if it's an ongoing, I'm okay with it. But for if this I'm is not. a mini and this is the entire story, then it's, it's not mini worthy of... Because like, I thought it was supposed to be a tie-in to the Infinity Wars. And that's why I've been picking it up. Um, I mean, it definitely yeah. does because they mention it several well, absolutely times. Absolutely, ties in, but like I thought it was supposed to end when the Infinity Wars ended. I I mean I like it. Um, I just don't like the Loki stuff. Uh, every, everything else about just having an Asgardians team flying around doing Asgardian stuff, totally cool. Um, but right now, um, I just want to get back to the Nagel fart. I don't know. This was bo- this was good up until the Nova Corps showed up, and I don't really like the whole. Uh, Sidetrack, and we're doing with that. It was it was totally fine up until that point, and for whatever reason, it's just throwing me off. But I'm still gonna read it. So, okay. uh, while we're in Infinity War stuff, uh, Sleepwalker number four uh, pretty much ends this series. It actually does end the series. This is the last one. Um, Sleepwalker has finally reached the Soul Stone, and you know comes to a realization through his travels that. Though they were trying to protect the mindscape and just counter the nightmares that are in it, they can actually manipulate it, and they haven't reached their full potential. So he kind of reforms the sleepwalkers to that. Um, it doesn't really like give you any hint on what's going to end up happening in Infinity Wars. It just says that all of a sudden it was reversed while they were inside the Soul Stone. You know, he's able to pull. Uh, uh, Rick, uh, I don't want to say Grayson because it's not Grayson. <laughs> I was just gonna say Rick Grayson. No, it, it Rick, uh, whatever his name is, his host. Oh, away from uh, Nick Fury. So, I don't know if this is gonna lead into another series. I I felt cause... like this this series. Um, I know it's like a it's it's like a supplement to the Infinity War thing, but it has almost had like no consequence to the actual no, story. No, no, it's it's actually like a standalone. But we also see at the end Nick Fury going into his, you know, secret super spy squirrel stuff and looking up Sleepwalker. So I don't know if this is going to lead into something more in the future. It was a nice revamp for a 90s character. Um, they did an okay job with it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, bad wasn't spectacular. Means. It wasn't out, you know, like I, I think they, they revamped Darkhawk better than they did the Sleepwalker, but it was a nice revamp on Sleepwalker. And uh, while we're doing that, we might as well roll right into Infinity Warps, Ghost Pan- Panther number two, and just meh. These whole Warps books were really um, Like I said, uh, Weapon Hex and Arachnite were the best out of all of them. Um, Should have just stopped with those. 
Well, I mean, we only had two issues of each one, and I guess they just wanted to flesh yeah. out some characters that they will ultimately probably bring over into the 616 universe at some point. I don't know, but like so. th- this just, it was just meh, you know. And that's all on Infinity Wars. Any more Marvel? Uh, I have Uncanny X-Men. I have X-Men right in Uncanny, I believe. Uh, Uncanny X-Men number five. Um, it, it's getting better. It's getting better. Uh, yeah. X-Man starts taking advice from his council. So he has... His uh, captive council. Yes. They're all captive, but he's taking their advice, which was kind of weird because he like he has Apocalypse, he has Kitty Pride, and he has the Senator. And he's like, all right, what should I do to make the world better? If, if you were in control of Apocalypse, what would you do? And he's like, well... I would remove all religious symbolism and, and yeah, he just goes. He snaps his fingers. Uh, the Vatican, Vatican disappears, disappears. The Taj Mahal. Uh, well, not the Taj Mahal. The, the Mecca. The giant. Well, yeah, black. but there's one from uh, India. There is it the. But I don't know if that's the Taj Mahal. I don't. I don't know what that is to be honest. Anyway, all uh, these uh, religious structures. Yeah, disappear. they disappear, and Kitty Pryde's like, "What the fuck? That he was goes, crazy." Well, he's you like, didn't speak you out didn't against s- it. Which okay, he says you didn't speak out against it, and then he says, "All right, let me ask the senator's opinion," and then he binds her mouth so she she can't interject right. this time. Like, what the fuck? So, how does she know that that all happened? Uh, because he has. He's actually viewing it through some kind of... Uh, I mean, he says he does it, and like he's already done things. that He's already spoken to everybody on the planet at once and said, yeah. hey, I'm X-Man, I'm here to save but the, he the has, world. But he, he has something he's looking through and he looking at this stuff. He her, her and them see it, so. Yeah. Um, sure. He is beyond Omega level. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, um, everyone's doing damage control. Uh, they talk to Legion... They they dig into Cerebro and he puts on the the helmet. Okay, to track. I, I love I love the blob. We had talked about this before, but Blob has no facial features. But the oh, look of surprise blob? on Blob's Glob's face blob, yeah. right there is priceless. I don't know if that's even a look of surprise. It's I just don't know. A, it's his just, face. <laughs> his eyes are always. I mean, he has no eyelids. So yeah, but like for somebody that has no face, he's grown on me. He's grown on yeah, me. Yeah, they they're, they're really making him expressive. Um. Like th- this panel here, yeah, that one where his eyes are like floating away yeah. from his head, <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, but Legion finds out where X Man is, um, and then they need to convince Jamie to let Legion into Doop his him? head again. Make dupes of him again, is yeah. That what and doing? obviously Jamie's like, "No, go fuck yourself," which we had before. Um, and then we have uh, I don't know who that is. Betsy, Betsy, and our an angel. Psylocke and Angel. Psylocke and Angel. So they were they a fight. thing for a while. They fight, and she ends up taking him into space. Well, she she hits him with the side blade and turns him back into Archangel. Oh, that's right. Okay. And I, yeah, I have no fucking idea who these characters are. So um, <laughs> I don't. I'm sure <laughs> I don't, you know. I I, yeah. Know. So so she turns him back into Archangel, and he is pissed. He's like, "You just destroyed the only chance of peace and happiness I've ever had." So yeah. I mean, like, but he may be free from the mind control now that they very clearly are under. Right. Like Magneto and, and Blob and uh, and Omega Red. It's not a bad book. No, it's getting better. Um, I mean, I, I I'm not super familiar with X Men, and I'm I'm. I, I know. This I got is your one back, of the books. That, I mean, the fact that it comes out weekly is nice, so I I don't have to. It's 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 happening often enough that I don't forget what the fuck's happening. Because if this was a bi-weekly book, oh, I would forget and just be like, you know what? I don't care at this point. But because it comes out every week, I I will continue to read it. 
So rolling right from that into X-Men Red. I just highly disappointed. They built up this Cassandra Nova epic end battle for 12 issues. Okay. I think we're on 12 or are we on 11? 11. 11 issues. Okay. And it's been a monthly. So that's almost a year. And the solution to beating Cassandra Nova is they're going to have her distracted by Jean Grey and Banff Honey Badger's hand into her head, which doesn't kill her, and they know it's not going to kill her, but she's holding one of the Nano Sentinels, and they have reprogrammed... Shut up. Did you hear it? Shut the hell up. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Shut up. I heard it. They have reprogrammed it to make her feel empathy. Because when she reformed herself, that's the part she was missing. Why do they all have Magneto helmets? Because it blocks. Killed the freaking meter on that one. Because it blocks the telepathy. Oh, okay. Okay, and that—that's how they're fighting her mind control. Such a disappointing for such a long build-up. They could have done this in like three issues. Just. The whole reason I dropped this is, in, I think I dropped this after number five. So they was, do like and, a lobotomy owner. Yeah. And and the worst part about this book, the thing that burns my ass the most, is at the end, Jean Grey is speaking in front of the UN again. And she has all the teams that help fight this big battle. And off in the corner, up in the, the upper left, right hand, is somebody that wasn't even in this book ever. The goddamn time-displaced X-Men. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Well, it wouldn't be X-Men without some time displacement, so. So, now that all that garbage is out of the way, because it was good at some points, I enjoyed the story. The reveal for the cover from the last one is going to be, what what the hell did they call it? The next one? Yeah, the next one. Is it's going to be Age of X Men Alpha? So now yeah. we're going to get the backstory on X Men and his four horsemen of the shiny, happy fucking people. And I also believe on I'm that okay with one that. they have yeah, announced. That. Wait for it. Wait for it. Blind bag variants. They're bringing fucking. Them back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm okay with them doing that now, though. Yeah, I'll probably actually read that so, the next okay. couple issues. If you can move past this garbage that I just read. Okay, because that's what it was. Well, I'm just going to skip it entirely. So disappointed in the way they ended this story arc. I want to see the age age of X-Men. Do you know, quitting really gets a bad rep. I I quit after five because I'm like, (laughs) they've been doing this for five fucking issues with Cassandra Nova and they're getting no closer to a solution. Quitting gets a bad rap. Uh, Well, I mean, that's the whole point of this pot. We're comic book rehab, right? You should get a. We should get you a token for quitting. Oh, and yeah, yeah, it's my six yeah. six month token. Wait, if, you, if you pick up number twelve, you got to turn six month token. You got to turn in your token if you pick up the next issue. Where did you pull that from? That one? I think there was only one left. Yeah. Seriously? I just happened to look over and there was a full beer. It's like and beer fairies came down and like put it next. To- <laughs> Trust me, it's better. It, it will calm him down. It's, it'll be better. He's already, you know, had an aneurysm twice now. Seriously, you know I love the X-Men, and you know I stick with But after the debacle of Blue, 
to see them pop back up in a book just gripes my ass. That's and a lot of griping. It's a big ass. It's a big biscuit. <laughs> it's a big biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're a big biscuit, aren't you? <laughs> I am a big biscuit. And that ends Marvel, as far as I know. Oh, do you that, still have one? No. No? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I can... Spectacular Spider-Man came out this week. It's tied to Spider-Man. I bet you it sucks. <sighs> yeah, he didn't read it. Um, also, Miles Morales, number one, came out. Was that just as much garbage as the first? I, uh... I wanted to read it because it was a number one, but it does say on the cover, new creative team, new direction, your new favorite book. So it's probably garbage. So so is that probably. like Josh uh, finally apologizing to Bendis? Oh, um, God, no. No, oh, because God, I'm no. not exactly sure who Saladin Ahmed is and Javier he's Garon. Done, he's done, he he's done good art. stuff. Yeah, he's done a lot of art on stuff, but I think this is the first one he's writing. And I'm I, trying to remember what he what he drew recently. But, I mean, does I'm just the not cover a big look a little... Fan to begin with. Does this did, anatomy look a little off to you? Yeah. Like, it doesn't... He did the uh, ASM annual. Okay. His thighs are. It doesn't. It, there's it's one leg not is right. like super huge, and the yeah. other one is. And like, that's the cover. He was a punter. <laughs> like he's built like Pat McAfee. One yeah. one thigh is <laughs> twice <laughs> the size of the other one. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly I, I didn't get a chance to read it either. I probably will just because I've never written uh, uh, read anything with because, Miles because Morales. Bendis. Well, that and also was, because yeah. I mean. The 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 movie that's coming out is supposed to be fucking phenomenal. So, if they're gonna take From it in the mind same... of Dan Slott, yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, now let's let's talk about a, a good writer. Oh wait, no, wrong book. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he pulled up Superman. <laughs> Go ahead, talk about it, Josh. Well, talk no, he, he went to click on Superman. And Batman, who laughed, popped up. So. Well, that's because the, the last page teaser is the last page uh. I left it on. So, <laughs> All right, let's get Superman over with real quick. Uh, Superman number six. Um, awesome last page reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Could be pick of the week. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> um, I mean, look at that. How is that not? The art's good in this one. The, the entire book is, is double page spreads. The whole book. Um, except for a few pages when he gets back to Earth, but it's it's Superman talking about how he has the ability to speed up his senses and fights with his big bads normally only take a few seconds because they are both super fast usually, and he's fighting uh, Rogelzar alongside Zod, and he's just monologuing the whole time, and I don't know I don't know about you guys. But Superman is not a guy that monologues on and on and on and on and on and on. It's it's there's it's I, I, I liked it. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um anyway, he's getting ready to like deal the final blow on Rogelzar when suddenly he gets pulled out by Adam Strange and, and Ray Palmer and, and Barry Allen back to Earth. And he's like, You gotta put me back in there. Um Zod's alone with them and they're like so, both the bad guys are in the bad guy zone, and that's where they belong. You got shit to take care of here because, hey, look, there's an earthquake over there. And he's like, all right, fuck those guys. Which was kind of weird because Zod came to the rescue, 
Oh, they're still doing the uh, redemption arc for Zod? Well, not anymore. They show what happens. Uh, Superman's like, all right, I'll take care of this shit. I'm not going back there. Um, and then it goes jumps back to the Phantom Zone, and we see Rogozar just fucking manhandling Zod, just kicking his ass, and the entirety of uh, the Phantom Zone is there to watch, and they're ch- chanting, Zar, 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 and he's like, no, no, no. We're, we're all going to be bad guys as one unit, so let's chant we together instead. So they start chanting that. But they don't really reveal how they're going to get out of there, so they're all stuck there. Um, Superman flies around the world, just takes selfies with people, like, hey, I saved the day. I, I put people in the fucking worst place that is exists in DC Universe, or one of the worst places. Um, but as he's flying around, someone sneaks up on him, and it's John. And he's aged up tremendously. Maybe about uh, six years or so. Years. I mean, he looks like, yeah, like early 20s. Um, so that they can actually make him Superboy. But Superboy's coming back in Young Just the Young Justice book. So it's we have an aged up John and a de-aged Connor Kent because he's a Metropolis kid in that book. Connor is the clone. Connor's the clone. Connor's yeah, the clone. Yeah. yeah. But we saw Connor during um, the the uh, evil Tim Drake arc of Detective Comics. If you guys read that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was he was much older. Now suddenly he's Metropolis kid age again. Um, I fucking hate this so much. <laughs> God, like, and a lot of people are pissed online too because they're like, "Look, we're fine with Bennis being on Superman. Just don't fuck with John." And he's like, "I won't fuck with John. I promise. In fact, I'm sending him off the space. He's not coming back for a while. I can't do anything to him." Look what you fucking did. You fucked it up. You couldn't. You couldn't last six fucking issues without fucking it up. I don't even like John's character that much. But why do we need another fucking Superboy? Well, well, maybe he isn't aged up. Maybe it's just really bad art. <laughs> why, why you gotta blame Ben to right away? Well, the rest of the art in the book is really good. So I don't know why they would just fuck up this that one character. I don't know why they would do any of this with uh, with Bendis's with anything Bendis related. But uh, anyway. That's the that's Ready the to apologize. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you no. will apologize. I will that, apologize that, at some point, yes. That was the quote. All this all the haters will I will apologize. apologize to everyone out there that I I did Everybody I didn't make an effort to book? stop this from happening. I I don't know if I could stop it. I but say, I didn't, what were you going to do? Like take slot out from like or uh, Ben is out from like uh, I don't 100 know. yards or what? <laughs> I don't know. I could have done I'd something. I do it for a Klondike bar. Slot oh, I know you would do it. For, you wouldn't even need a Klondike bar. <laughs> anyway, it would be a nice snack after the duty's done. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go next? Uh, that's the only disappointing book from DC this week for me. Okay. R- really? The other ones were okay. You, you read Batman Who Last, right? It wasn't a bad book. I mean, I hate that fucking character. Oh, it was a bad book. Right. However, Batman Annual number three. Go ahead. Was a fan. Fantastic book. This is my pick of the week. This is my pick of the week. It's right up there. I I would give it a runner up. Yeah. I would actually give it a runner up. Um, Absolutely. I I agree for a week of not, because we we talked about this before the podcast. This is the first week in however long, not only have we not had a Donnie Cates book, 
we haven't had a Tom King book in this in the same week. So it's like our pick of the week this week. Well, this week is written by Tom a, Taylor, and I, I got to be honest, I like a lot of Tom Taylor stuff. Yeah, this yeah. is he's this done is, uh, the Injustice storylines, and those are one. I love everything about those. Yeah, books. I, I really want to jump into that because everyone says it's really good. So this is um this is definitely has a Tom King kind of feel. Yes, um throughout I would act. Yeah, he definitely say. follows the tone of yes absolutely yeah absolutely so so this is all th- I, I love that it's annual number three and they've all come out this year <laughs> except for the first one batman annual yeah i don't think so no I, annual number two came out last december was it yeah. last december yeah yeah, yeah. How long? Jesus Christ. okay never mind yeah cause it's that been a year since we've been doing the podcast yeah hey this is Back it's off, about this okay. time I last actually year, think I we? reviewed that on our first test podcast that you couldn't make when it was the three of us. Yeah, I yeah. think first you did do one. the yeah. annual. Yeah, I could have swore it was sooner than that. I mean, we got number one because Paul finally found some in some boxes. Like no, six no, I could have swore two was like. In the well, two was tough because that one did that. That yeah, one that was went, a bigger yeah. seller. Yeah, that went into a second printing. Yeah, that might be what you're thinking about. Maybe, the second printing know. came out later. So anyway. It's an Alfred story and a fantastic, really, one. really good one. Yeah, um, it picks up with him getting call a call in the middle of the night, and he says the Waynes are out. And well, it again. This is my only problem with this book. I feel like here Josh, we go, Josh. I love this book, but my only problem is the second page. They kill off the Wayne parents. They fucking beat this horse. It's no longer just a beaten dead horse they're actually like yeah. indenting the ground beneath the horse at this well, point yeah because it's in what three out of the four well it's setting up the theme Bat i mean yeah. it is batman the theme is that is he's yeah. whatever but the theme of this one is that it just takes one phone call to just yep. change your life change your life yeah, so and, and he he talks about how he had plans that he didn't plan to work for the waynes forever and it's really from his perspective and batman gets himself uh stabbed by a guy that was controlling military drones because he found out that he accidentally killed civilians when he was in the military and he gets one destroyed in a vacant building but there's one person there and it's this guy stabs him alfred saves him while staving off some muggers i like how they did a throwback to it uh the like the second or third issue of of uh tom king's batman run where alfred does put on the bat suit and drive the he drives the Batmobile into uh, Gotham. Yeah, yeah. And then when he's when he gets out of the the Batmobile, he's like, "Oh God, please don't hurt me." Yeah. <laughs> but this one, he puts on the the, the cow, like a backup cowl and runs down to the alleyway where Batman has collapsed, and there's some guys there that are gonna rob him. Rob him, and he's like, "After everything he's fucking done for this city, you're gonna rob him." And like, yeah, well, what are you gonna do about it? So he he beats him up. <laughs> my, my favorite line is. You think this beating was bad? If you don't change your careers, the next beating is going to be by someone that's much better at it than me. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he throws uh, Bruce into the Batmobile, and he starts to. He's losing a lot of blood from the the stab wound, and the seat turns into a, a medical table. And of stuff. course, it does. <laughs> Which may, I mean, it's hey, it's the Batmobile, of course. Um, but he takes but I, it to. I, I like this this part here because this is when um, you know it kind of gets a little intense. You yeah, get, you have really really good action going on because Alfred's scrambling to call. Oh um, yeah, he's he's like big time panicking. Yeah. Um. And uh, then we get to uh, Doctor Leslie, right? 
Leslie, yeah. yep, Tompkins. Yeah. And um, you know, she she he, gets she he, fixes him like, up. She, then she's like, "You should probably take a look at yourself too." I mean, like, nah. And he's like, "Yeah, I can see where Bruce gets it from now." And yeah, it's like, "Well, what do you mean?" It's like, "Well, you, when you raise a boy, they tend to be like their father figure." And Alfred's like, "Wow." And she ends up taking care of him and says, "You know, you need rest too." And uh, in the meantime, Bruce wakes up and she's like, "Whoa." He needs some sleep. So do you. But have you ever thought of, you know, giving him a day off? Because when you're out there, it's not a day off for him. And that's why he does. Next day, they're back at home. And Alfred wakes up in a panic because he realizes that he hasn't gotten a call. And he's always yeah. waiting for one of two calls. Either Bruce asking for his help or the call that never comes. But the he call. hopes never comes. Yeah. And he's like, and Bruce comes in. He's like, Oh, I made you breakfast, but I burned it. I can do all this, and it's really cool. I'm taking scene. down crime uh, crime rings and stuff like but that. I but I can't make crumpets. I can't make crumpets. And, what is uh, a crumpet? It's it, a pastry it's, of some sort. It's it's kind of like a heart. Have you ever had a scone? Yes. I think they it's, are It's a scone-like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or like a hard I, muffin. I, seriously, like I, I've had all, trust me, I've had all kinds of pastries. No, not you, sweetie. Number one customer. It's like a big. You're a big biscuit next to you. (laughs) Yeah, they know me. Yeah, (laughs) they do. The last time I was there, they're like. And if all goes well, there might be a visit next Saturday. And we're recording next Saturday too. Perfect. Really? You didn't get any for the fat guy for tomorrow? Was not that way. I'm I'm not going that way. Anyway, uh, Bruce reveals that he has, like, Duke and somebody else uh, Cole. handling the, like the bat Cole. telephone or whatever. Um, well, Orphan and uh, Duke. Duke. So, like, they're, they're, they're fielding Gotham stuff just so that Bruce can keep an eye on Alfred. Um, and he's like, well, why would you do this? He's like, well, today's a special day. And he's like, why is today special? And he walks off and says, get some rest. And it's Father's Day, so... Really nice issue. Loved it. Should have come out in June. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of gets you in the field. That would, would be my kind of complaint about this. Is yeah. This should come out I in mean, June because this is a good Father's Day yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, book. And you wouldn't even have to reveal it just if you put it out in June. Yeah. Oh, hey, here you go. Here's a seasonal story. That works. Yeah. But no, definitely my pick of the week. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. Are we going to do this... Uh, Mr. Biscuit, why don't you do it? Start okay. it off. All right. This is just phenomenal. We're going to do uh, Batman Damned Book 2. Dose. Bitches. And uh, we have a uh, great Harley cover. The Harley cover is awesome, but the A cover is pretty N- No, that's nice that's, that's, a variant. The that's, variant. that's the variant. That's the Jim Lee variant. Oh, this is the variant. Yeah, yep. this is the A cover. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the Jim Lee. I, I agree. Yeah. I think I like this Jim Lee very cover the better one. than the first one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, both very. Um, the art is still. Spectacular. St- yeah, stupendous. This this entire you're, book. You're, you're giving the. No, no, the, the art was great. There was a couple areas that work out a little inconsistent with Constantine. The the one he looks super feminine, like. Uh, when he's blowing like, smoke out. You mean? Yeah, like yeah. the side profile. like Yeah. Does not match. The rest well, he of almost kind of joker. Yeah. Of, yeah, had a Joker look to him yeah. there. I don't yeah. know if that was intentional either. Um, but uh, I mean, all the cityscape things that are going on with you know Gotham and everything on on this are just like wow. Yeah, 
This this is um, my pick of the week. I I'm gonna leave it at my pick of the week um, for the week. This was the first thing I read because I I had hopes after the first issue because you were the only one that gave that a pick absolutely. of the week on on the number one. That's right, Mister Azrael. I and love number it, one it, too. <laughs> Um, but even, I was even, hoping... Even if this was fantastic, it couldn't have been my pick of the week. It was delayed. I told you. <laughs> I fucking stand for it. And again, it's a team that is only doing one fucking book. It was pushed back, what, See, two and, months? And, and they're, they're, so they're in the he whole... He another one of those. Yeah, gener- generation gap, because I don't mind waiting for something like this. Oh, oh wait, it's a generation gap for people to say, we're going to put something out on this date and expect them to follow their fucking word? <laughs> anyway, this as a whole... This the, is the angry Jimmy. The, the pros, <laughs> the artwork, the the book on a whole. This is just a fantastic. One of our complaints of on on the first one all around was, was the, it was a little text. the text was a little the background more difficult yeah. to read. This time, I think there's a major improvement there yeah, that not, on this one. It's, it seems like they kind of figured and, that out. Um, yeah, I mean, there's still a couple spots here and there, but it's, but overall, this was much easier. Yes. Um, to read um and i think we had a little bit more going on uh because well at first i'm like is it the demon and then it is the demon and he's a rapper yes <laughs> in an underground club and and at now, first like they're chanting blood i'm like really are they then doing i was Sebastian like Sebastian blood that's like, what i thought too are they doing brother blood that was the i was like that's is it the demon or is it the bro- then he goes into the demon thing and it's the demon now what i do like is how batman gets into the club <laughs> and he sees the bouncer and the bouncer just is like oh shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then he just plows his way through them. Um, I like that because, again, that's one of the things I did like about the book is there were many Batman really, like, cool things with it. Although, I don't know if I'm noticing it more now on here, but what the hell's up with the costume? Is this the um, Affleck costume? It's I don't like the costume in this. Another thing I don't like is he he knocks off, he knocks a Glock, and it's intentionally drawn, drawn like a Glock, hits the floor, and it goes off. Clocks don't go off; they yeah. just fall. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do your fucking research. You had an extra month and a half to do the book. <laughs> Listen, but um, you're angry. Calm but, down. But dead man. It didn't fire 13 bullets though out of a out of a revolver though. Yeah. So could be worse. <laughs> but dead man uh, shows up, possesses somebody, possesses somebody in there, and he's there to kind of help him. And then, of course, all the build we get buildings going boom, boom, boom. That is an awesome page right there. With the bat signal as, as the Joker. Joker smile and the a lot of these these pages with the fire scenes. Well, at the very stunning. beginning of the book, there's a two page spread of just Gotham, and it's and oh, all, I think the only text oh, yeah. is like and soul or something like that. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said all these yeah, right cityscape there. things are just like incredible. Um, and then he meets the demon child thing from his childhood again oh, isn't that enchantress yeah that's enchantress oh, oh is it yeah well all the all the oh, cameos yeah. are of different like oh the justice the... league dark sort of characters because well, we have yeah, the specter oh. in this one again too yeah yeah and then he goes through the fire where where dead man's like here i'll help you and he's like oh shit i'm on fire here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not that like, i'm complaining this, but i'm on fire this, this, this is pain <laughs> this is what that's like and um 
so yeah and that's where he runs into the specter in the uh into the burning uh building and then, of course we get that backstory of the infidelity of the waynes uh a little bit further uh going on and i'm not sure because at that point you know i'm not sure what's going on uh there yet so are they are they implying that because he pointed a toy gun at his mom and his mom cried that's why he doesn't kill I, well maybe it's because it, it, she it, said never i always took it that the gun cry. was because that's what was used to kill them that's why it's always no. That's why his policy is no guns. Right? Well, I, this is this is an Elseworld storyline, so it's possible this is right. the new, or this is this is this re, a universe's okay. reason. Yeah, it could be, because uh, then we get to the roof rooftop and it looks like Joker's up there, and which of course Joker's dead because that's what was announced in the beginning of right. the first one, and then when Batman kicks the henchman, we find out that the Joker is actually Harley. And we get Harley, which Harley looks looks, looks a lot like uh, Martha Wayne Joker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, she has like a Dia de los Muertos sort of yeah. face painting going on. Yeah, yeah. And um, she whacks him with a bat and then tries to rape him. Well, she stabs him with a, a hypo, so she drugs him first, yeah. and that's that's how she gets down to the rape thing. Which again, I don't know what the hell's going on with, yeah, what's the, with the scars. Who knows, man? Yeah, and that that was, that was like you, that's, you, have, no, like, you okay. have no problem with her just totally taking down Batman again. Well, you went on she like stabbed a, him with a hypo with a with an uh, yeah. This, this is an Elseworld. It's not, and, and she oh, doesn't cannon. really take him out. I mean, he yeah. beats the piss out of her. Yeah, head. he so he he works through the the drug thing, even though she's getting it. and and I said if. You know, the first one we get Batweenie, and I said the only one that's going to make this is we get Harley Cooch. We almost, almost got, got it. it. Almost got it. And, um, and now we don't know point, if he killed her or not. I, that's what I, he's choking her and looks like he's getting ready to put her head through the, the bat signal thing. And that's how it ends. So we'll see. Yeah, you get you kind of get. Uh, 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 holy fuck, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm having a, a Dave moment here. Uh, killing joke moment. Welcome to my fucking world. Uh <laughs> But I'm this one, I mean, the, the, you actually do see the reflection of her hands in the puddle on the last panel. No, 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 no. No, look at the last the, page. That's Enchantress yeah. reaching up for him. That's oh, what okay. I yeah. Yeah, I didn't catch that. I also didn't read this, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only now it. skimming through he's it. Just, he's just looking <laughs> at the pictures. Yeah, I mean, the art's beautiful. I just don't care about the story, and that's why I didn't pick up the second one. Okay. No, definitely pick of the week. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. On the whole, this is a beautiful I, I, piece of I, art. Um, the the art was great. Uh, I think this was a big improvement from the first one. Now, will the third one have a really knockout ending? I I hope. Is this only three books? It's only yeah. going to be three. three books. Yeah, and four. it's it's scheduled to come out in, in July twenty twenty. It'll be probably next August. Yeah, we'll get a right. we'll get a, com- a combo of the last issue of Doomsday Clock with Batman Damned. No, that's scheduled no. for July twenty twenty one. So impatient. I mean, I. I'm, I'm not going to fault any pushbacks okay. or delays well, I'm going to do point, one week. Uh, I'm going to tell you I'm going to pick you up at five. I'm going to tell you you're going to be there. <laughs> You've I'm already gonna, done that. I'm going to wait for you to stand outside. I'm going to wait for be like negative fucking ten. I'll be up in ten. <laughs> Twenty minutes later, my hands are fucking frostbitten. 
Never have done that. You're so full of fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, but no, I'm gonna do that once, and then when you look at me and be like, "What the fuck, man?" I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa! You, my generation is so impatient. You shouldn't be yelling at me. You're not one of my generation." That's what fucking DC's doing. <laughs> I mean, okay? the, the podcast yeah, is delayed sure a couple weeks sometimes, so. Yeah, and I never complained about it, do I? We never had a solid posting date. We're not promising it being out. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. If I said, hey, every Wednesday at 12 o'clock, the podcast is going to be up, and then you say, oh, no, it's going to be delayed a month, and then you go, oh, no, no, it's going to be every other Wednesday we're posting it, I'm going to fucking yell at you. <laughs> it actually goes up on Tuesdays if it's out on time. Okay. There you but, go. On but if it's, out on, if it's out on time. <laughs> if it's not delayed, well, it's usually delayed. Yeah, you know, almost all the time. Yeah. Any other DC books this week? Yeah. 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 Bat heavy week. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's another week. Which, it's always bat heavy. Seriously, like with no Tom King, it's 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 odd that we have these many bat books. All right, you want to well, yeah, go with so. uh, Detective? Well, yeah, you go ahead. Detective, you want me to do Detective? Go ahead. I already reviewed one on DC. Go ahead. All right. So uh, we're going to roll into Detective 994. And once again, we start out Countdown with... to 1,000. Countdown to 1,000. Yes, they, uh, they, they are yeah. marking that on the A cover now. Yes, it's the Countdown to 1,000. And once again, we start out with the death of Bruce Wayne's family. And... That's actually the entire theme of this book. Exactly. It's because somebody killed two people that had plastic surgery to look just, just like Thomas like and Martha Wayne. The, on the anniversary. On the anniversary, wearing, wearing the same clothing, the, shot in the exact same location. Everything yeah. is identical. And they have pearls inserted in their throat? Yeah. I, I, I feel like Josh, because I've said this a couple times, my problem with this <laughs> is Batman. So... Gordon goes, oh, the Waynes, they were my first. First what? Oh, first double homicide. Batman's like, yeah, I, wa- I wanted to scream out, but I'm clenching my teeth. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, I mean, and, we, and just, then, we and then, just watched Batman lose it for the past how many weeks? And then, then he sh- these people are in an aquarium tank of some sort. Yeah, the one guy's going to fetch the bodies. And he's and like, oh, I'll take care of this. Nope. Yeah. Just Puts a little, blows it up. Blows which, up. I don't know if you ever stood in front of rushing water, but you can't. I don't care that he's fucking Batman. He apparently just let it run right by him. Like, it, the the wall of water was as tall as him. Like, was well, up to his nipples. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah, even you budge. Don't just stand if it's there, if, like if, that. if rushing water is even up to like your knees, you almost get knocked on your ass. So, well, I don't know. Whatever. You know, he, he had at least five minutes prep time. So, and, and then my final, my final problem with this is. The girl that's laying there is like, oh, it's exactly like my Martha. Yeah, he does. Fucking uh, terrible. Yeah, he does, but uh, doesn't slip Gordon know? No. Like I thought in this book, Gordon knows. No. No. No, Gordon doesn't know his identity. Okay. Nope. Um, but he gets he gets uh, pulled away from the the scene of the crime to rescue uh, the doctor. Yeah, who's being attacked by this like. Hulk-like character 
That's carrying the bat signal. Carrying the bat signal. Chases her up to the roof, and the whole time Batman's yelling at her to jump off the roof onto the other roof. She won't do it, and she realizes he's the target, not her. She's just the bait. Yes, but... She attacks this glob... This, like, muscle muscle thing. thing. And it breathes Joker Joker toxin. Joker toxin. Yeah. (laughs) Turned to a Joker. And she, yeah. That's that's the end. And that's the end. So... Is this Joker coming back into the Batman books? Because he hasn't yet. No. He's in Justice League, but he hasn't shown up in the Batman books. Other than... No, not at all, as far as I'm aware. Not since the wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I and forgot about the wedding died. stuff. Yeah, I get it. Because mm. yeah, apparently the Joker has a toxin in his heart if it ever stops oh, beating. Oh, boy. I thought that was an Elseworld thing, and apparently now it's canon. Because we have uh, Batman Who Laughs, number one. And it just replays the origin of the Batman who laughs with, um, there's, ah. there's like a dead body that looks like Bruce. It is Bruce. It is Bruce. But um, it's from another world where he quit being Batman when Bane broke his back. Oh, that's became, right. became, uh, like a philanthropist, like not a more of a philanthropist where he was, you know, yeah. doing urban projects and stuff like that. Um, we but then there's quite a few versions of Bruce Wayne Batman. Yeah, because there's one that's killing a bunch of people. Well, that's Grim Batman. That's the Frank Miller Batman. Is no, it? the Frank Miller Batman. No. I thought that's what they referred to the Frank Miller Batman as the one with. The well, that's what I was going to ask: is who who's the Grim Batman? We don't know is yet. It, okay. No, no, no. I mean, it's obviously probably another Bruce because there's several Bruces in this. We have the Batman well, who laughs. This Bruce. is all from the metal stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So or, I thought all these were from. The metal ones, so it, that he lists because he lists yeah. a bunch of. Well, know, there's there's the them. regular Batman, Bruce Wayne from the regular universe, and then there's the Batman who laughs that apparently brought over a dead Bruce Wayne and this well, gun. The grim one Batman. is the gun to- yeah. toting one, right? Yeah, yes. that that's not from the Frank Miller. Run. No, no, that- it's from the Dark Multiverse. No, oh, that, yeah, or I mean, that's what I'm assuming. It yeah. could just be Jason Todd, who we all we fucking know, yeah. but, but um, joke. He he catches up with Joker and Arkham. He steps aside and leaves. He's, yeah, because Joker's like, here, here, you're not going to kill me, are you, Bats? And he's like, no. And then in comes the Joker who laughs. Batman who laughs. Batman who laughs, yes. Thank you. And just puts an axe in the Joker's head. Like, directly into it. Yeah. But, but then he's not, not the Joker. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a body double that the Joker had planted. Um, the Joker ends up being... In the Batcave. While he's waiting to get into the Batcave, Batman realizes this. Yep. Yeah. And, uh... Tells Alfred to put the defenses down and yep. open the tunnels. Joker pulls a gun, but it's been uh, tampered with, assumingly by the Batman who laughs, no. to shoot himself no, no, in the heart. The Joker but by the Joker himself. Because he says, this is the only way for you to beat him is to become him. Oh. Here's what pisses me off. Like, this whole book was unnecessary, was fucking awful. Because now we just have two Batman who laughs. Here's what really grinds my gears about this. Our, our world Batman, Batman Alpha, if you will, this whole time is talked about, you know, I've thought about killing the Joker, but I've always thought, you know, he definitely has a toxin that would turn whoever kills him into the next Joker. He now shoots himself, and Batman's first thing is, oh, I should go over there. Yeah. You fucking just explained for an entire goddamn whole, book what whole, happens. Um, if you re- 
if you read like the interviews with Scott Snyder and stuff when the Dark Knight Metal stuff was going on, and people were like, "Well, tell us about the Batman Who Laughs." He's like, "Okay, well, I had this really cool idea for an Elseworld where what if the Joker had a toxin in his heart that if he dies, it, it create whoever breathes it or whoever kills him becomes the next Joker." All right, that's a cool story, but now it's suddenly canon. Joker's died before, many times, and that never happened. We don't know if this is in continuity yet or not. It is. It is. Batman Who Laughs is yeah. It's in, in it's universe. in the regular universe. This isn't ta- this isn't taking place in a dark multiverse one. All right. This is like the, and I hate this fucking character too. I hate the Batman Who Laughs. He's, I liked it. I, I enjoyed this read. Of fucking course you did. It's like an X Men book. You don't know whose time displaced what universe they're from. It's a fucking X Men book. Yeah, that's I, why I hate I it so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Give me like the Flash Batman or. Murder yeah, machine, seriously, or literally any of the other. All ones. the other ones had really interesting backstories. He, he is the, he's, he's the least interesting. He one. is the most. He's the coolest looking one. But if if you took but, notice in the metal, they didn't really elaborate much on him. No, they did. We got his whole backstory, and we just got it again. Yeah, his whole backstory is that he, this same thing happened to him. He, the Joker, died. He released the toxin into him, and then he slowly lo- lost his mind. Well, over three and days, just so fucking killed everybody. So is that going to be the thing of how Bruce Wayne figures out before the three days, and he turns into this? How to revert? I, I'm probably going to have to pick up number two to find out. Oh God, what are you? Are are you a shill for this fucking book? Is that what it is? Listen, I was super excited when S- Scott Snyder was going to start writing some more, especially Batman, because the Court of Owls might be the quintessential Batman story. And we get this and Drowned Earth and all that other shit that he's been... I mean, and on my end of it, on the retail side of it... Oh, you have to love it because it has to sell like fucking... No, the Snyder Batman stuff doesn't sell. Not like the King Batman stuff does. I I sell probably 10 to 15... 10 to 20 times uh, it, it's just Tom dis- King Batman than I do any it's of the just Snyder stuff. Because even that all-star Batman, there was, a, there was a handful of people that cared. I didn't sell that many Snyder Batmans. That's what I mean. I in mean, the 52 stuff. I mean, maybe hush over Court of Owls, but Court of Owls is... I don't know. It's hush solid. Or, I wouldn't it, call it the quintessential story, but... It, um, of the last hush, 15 years, Hush, hush was yeah. pretty... I mean, since New 52, yeah, it's probably the best Batman story. Oh, it it, it made Batman New 52 the best of the New 52 I mean, series. it didn't really have a lot to go up against because the rest yeah. of New 52 was kind of crap, depending on what you read. But um, I don't like this character. I read the book because I was hoping that maybe this would go somewhere, but it's, it seems to be going in a circle. So, and it's So moving forward, Dave will be the only one reviewing this book from now on. Oh, no, I'll read it. Yeah. I'm reading I'm, Superman. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll read this book. I'm going to try and read We'll read it to tell you why you're wrong on your DC <laughs> X-Men book. Anyway, right. I got another book. It's uh, an opinion. It's not wrong. Flash 60. Um, holy fuck. I love the new artist they have on this. Um, amazing. Like, I can't, I can't remember his first name. Sandoval. Is his name Pablo? Pablo Sandoval. Holy fuck, the art's so good. I think it's Pablo Sandoval. This is probably the best art, in my opinion, on a DC book right now. But um, very quickly, Fuerza, the Strength Force uh, champion at this point in the book, um, realizes that Flash isn't. She's actually going up against the the government of Corto Maltese because they're super corrupt and red, led led by this guy named um, Cauldron. 
and she's trying to defend herself and thinks that the Flash, she doesn't know the Flash is on who, whose side he's on. So once he, she figures it out that he's on her side, they leave. She reveals that, like, she's fighting this corrupt government the only way she knows how, and that's by using the strength force. Um, she has kind of uh, mastered it better than the trickster did when he was briefly uh, channeling the strength force because she's not gigantic like he was. Apparently she can, she was gigantic originally, but she's kind of meditated enough to learn how to bring herself down to a normal size. So she literally hulks out if she gets angry. Yep. Because the other Hulk book that DC brought out to was work. garbage. God, it was so bad. Damage? Damage, yeah. And that's actually, isn't that one of the only ones that's left of Silencer? And the Terrific are the only three. That's volume two on Damage. Well, I mean, they all made it to at least almost, I think, 12 books. Sideways came out this week, too. But I think that's, is it the last one? I thought 13 was the last one. Yeah, 13 is the last one. Because this one was number 11 this week, but I didn't read it. I mean, I didn't read any of them other than the first couple. But anyway, she's dug out like an inside of a mountain that she has all these refugees in. Um, and she's, you know, explaining she needs she needs help taking down the government. And he's he's like, well, I just need you to teach me everything you know about the strength force. I'm on a force quest and I'm trying to learn all about them. So I need you to tell me about them. Um, we cut back to uh, Central City and we see Commander Cold teaming up with um, uh, I can't remember the woman's name. You're having quite a few Dave moments. Well. It's it's like just a random side character, I think. But they're investigating um, just the crimes while Flash is gone. But they're being monitored by uh, James Jesse, uh, the original trickster, along with Axel, the the new trickster. And I don't think we've gotten the identity of the other other woman with them yet. But anyway, she uh, Fuerza reveals that. Uh, she can, um, she's basically invulnerable when she's not exhibiting force, uh, feats of strength, but when she does exhibit feats of strength, whether when she lifts a tank, for example, you could hit her and it would hurt her. Um, so that's kind of an interesting development on the how the strength powers work. Um, but the cauldron guy shows up and has a gun that he fires at the two of them. Um, and it shoots bubbles at them, and she kind of laughs it off and says, this is it, just a bubble gun? I don't I don't understand. But they turn into these gremlin-looking creatures because apparently the gun has Sage Force powers, so I don't know. Um, art's wonderful. I like this book a lot now that we have a, a, a wonderful artist on it. Um, my only complaint is that Iris West is, is Lois Lane now. 100%. She's speaking Spanish with other, with other people all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know why. She just suddenly has... Her, her, her character has changed at least a dozen times since this book has started. So, um... I, I don't know why, because I, I, at this point, which one... <laughs> if, if, if a random woman appears on the book, and, and it's... There's a 50-50 chance it's Iris West, and I don't know who it is. I can't recognize her between each story arc. Other than that, I have no complaints about the current story arc. I thought the Force Quest thing would be kind of lame. Um, it's been. I really, awesome. I really, really didn't like the whole f- new forces thing. But honestly, I. The way they're doing it, it. I, uh, I will. I apologize to not Bendis, Josh but Josh Williamson. He's Bendis doing a. He's like, doing yeah. a better job than I expected. I, I originally I was like, oh, I, it's change. I fucking hate it. But this is a pleasant surprise. So. Um, 
I'm glad they're, they're, he's, do, he's doing right by my boy. Did anyone read the new talent showcase stuff? No. No. Okay. I kind of flipped through it. Art, the art, all of it looked like it was drawn by the same artist. It was weird. They all have a very, very similar art style. That's the only thing I can really say about it. It was they, 91 they pages. They all went to the same art school. It was weird. <laughs> like, it's like they're all trying to ape each other. And, like, the whole DC kind of look um, that they, they kind of pushed during New 52. But uh, I didn't read any of it just because it was 80 pages and I couldn't read it in time. So That's it for DC. I did read uh, the first half of the, the new Vertigo book, Goddess Mode. And it seems like a cool book, but I wanted to start the podcast, so I stopped reading it. So. All right, yeah. Indies. That moves us over to Indies. Okay, we had um, Oblivion Song come out this week, much to a surprise to one Mr. Kimmel Almost Live um, this week. Uh, Oblivion Song number 10. Uh, the last one, the uh, device was set off. Yes. That's where we uh, left That's off at. We, and uh, so so it's, it, it happened again. Now, was this intentional or yes, this yeah, this was a, this was him setting it off the last time yeah, right it yeah. wasn't because the Ed, first time is Ed th- set it off. they're not sure why it went the way it went right, right because they only had enough power to do like a a little little, a little spot in square so um we start off with kind of nathan trying to reverse things and Ed trying to stop him. And, yeah. And we're kind of back and forth with that. There's a little bit of fighting, a big accident. We have a lot of action going on. I want Ed to die. Yeah. Like, I haven't wanted a character to die like this since the first Purge movie. The little kid that leaves the the uh, the guy in and causes the whole scene. The whole mess. Like, yeah. the, the dad dies, but not that little fucking bastard kid that caused all the problems. I, I wanted him to die so bad because he's like, I'm doing this for the good of the city. They don't know how good it is. It's like, there's like eight of you fucking left, dude. And as soon as they're transported, like half half the people that got transported over are instantly attacked by the monsters yeah. from Oblivion. Yeah, so, uh, right. And so all these monsters are, are starting to show up while they're fighting and they're back and forth with this. And... Nate, Nate realizes the machine can still work and he's doing it and Ed gets attacked by... Something and one other mo- uh, and, and of course he just back, it's, yeah. instead of letting Ed handle himself because guess what you can handle it you want this motherfucker no I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stop trying to save the fucking city and I'm gonna save my piece of shit brother that's causing all this let the yeah. fucker die yeah so I so guess tonight it's through I the think news uh, the mad title goes to Jimmy the mad title goes yeah. to Jimmy he, well he's just angry he's he just angry, angry this title. Week. It was um, a bad week for books. There's a lot of shit books listen, this week. Listen, I think it's all Josh's fault. How is it my fault? Because you called Die Hard not a Christmas movie. And that That's like eighth a... on my list of complaints of this <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. He's got a list. That's what kicked you off. Listen, your face turned as red as your hat. <laughs> so everything's happening through the city. Uh, Nate's girlfriend that let him out, she's questioning what did I do because I let him out and this yep. kind of caused this. A monster comes to basically eat her and, and the general just the general comes blows back the and, shit out of it with a 12 yeah, gauge. And, that's, and then that's going to lead us into the next one. I will say we did have a lot of action and stuff going on here. This 
again, it wasn't great. It, no, it, there, there's been better issues of this. I, I don't think there's been the the initial six issue. Whatever was in the yeah. the kind of pre-release trade that we've we the read copy, was yeah. fucking amazing and it's kind of been a steady decline since then it, it's when, almost like we have this idea but now we're not sure where to go with it yet kirkman okay. is kind of doing what he does on all of his books and the writing's kind of sloppy and it's kind of like i don't know what direction to take this so i'm going to kind of wade water and so, well, this one is uh, the first twelve issues were already written, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, this is still part of the stuff. They're that still he'd a already... year ahead. Yeah, They're which, still consistently which doesn't ahead. really make sense. So it's it's yeah. kind of tapering off. Like they, this is not already pre-written, and he's just kind of winging it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It winging really it, is. and that's that's weird. I don't know. I it is something about still not a horrible. Book. No, no. It was it was an okay read, and you it's know, just I, there's I been stronger issues, and I think that's I think that's my only uh, that's my complaint. That's there, your Josh complaint for this. My, book? my Josh complaint is it's not that it's terrible. It's but still this is worth definitely the on the down the wrong side yeah. of the bell curve. Yeah, yeah. Now will it pick back up? I hope. I really enjoyed this series. No. I, I hope it does. I mean. You would think that Kirkman has to write one good book because his other two are. Well, he let that plebe help write die, 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 so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Just saying. So, yeah, anyway. Because any... you still have high spots in some of the Walking Dead books. Not many, but they're still high spots. Yeah, yeah, when you close the back cover and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Uh, anything else? Get the yeah. Ice uh, the last page. Murder Falcon number three. Okay. This uh, my this my runner up for pick of the week. I consistently did we get another character? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I consistently yeah. love this book. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this great. is if you like the first two issues, you'll like this one too. This is more recruiting, more of the party. We get more uh, backstory. The chick. I I don't know if they were like uh, dating. Previously, but we find out the main character had like an inoperable brain tumor or something. No, no, his uh, wife. Oh, his wife. Okay. Remember, they set that up in the first one. That's why he left the band. Oh, okay. Because he was getting it. He's flighty. He's missing gigs. He's not calling, showing up late. And the drummer's like, we have a chance at a record label and they are trying out a new front man. He flipped, and that's where he flipped. That's when he has a falling out because he, he gets kicked out of the band, basically. So. Um, they go to recruit her though. Um, the girl that was playing drums in the in the band, and and apparently they have a drum set on jetpacks, so she that can be they, mobile. That they found in a dungeon with. The... <laughs> yeah, so there's they had an adventure okay, that we I didn't need see. To start reading this. Book. They had an adventure oh, that like so, off off yeah. panel. They had an adventure where they get the the magic the magical instrument because they have like a magic finder, and it was in a dungeon. Oh my god! Yeah. And she starts playing it, and we wait to see. And they're being chased by this giant, like, multi-titted monster that the titties are fucking going everywhere. Yeah. But they they jump a bridge. They jump a bridge in their mystery machine. My, fa- my favorite yeah. one of that is is uh, Murph. He's like, huh? This is what it's like to fly. He's a fucking falcon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she gets she gets starts she starts playing, and well, they're um, like, all right, let's start playing Murph. Sometimes you need to give the drummer a solo. Yeah, so she starts playing, takes off in the jetpacks. We find out what creature she has tied to her, and it's and a fucking Jormungandr. Yeah. It's a fucking gigantic serpent that jumps out of the water. And just but that only eats, some and just gets summoned once sh- she hits the double kick. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And just takes it out. And 
her father, who's with them, who has like Alzheimer's or something like that, uh, ha- briefly has a lucid moment. Yeah, he's like, "Wow, I I love hearing you play." Normally, she plays like old records for him to sort of have these moments, but when she starts playing the drums, he snaps out of her brief moment. And then, like three panels later, is like, "Who are you again?" So shit my pants. it's it's kind of a nice moment that we get there. Uh, but Bring they ha- it's it's cool they go from having like a a a fucking beefy falcon guy with a robot arm to just a regular mammoth to a giant fucking <laughs> world serpent creature like how the fuck is that going to work but he pulls it, him pulling the giant the giant fucking machine gun out of his fanny pack and they're like do you just pull that out of your fanny pack it's fucking it is yeah. the perfect level of it's so good i i really enjoy it. it's it it's it's one of those books that's just like goofy, but in Listen, the best th- way. This is like shirtless bear fighter level, from what I'm gathering. Oh yeah, yeah, but um, but it's not just like a single joke each time, right? Where like, and there's serious moments mixed throughout yeah. the whole thing, which plays great. Um, my one friend who doesn't really read comics, but he likes Rick and Morty and stuff like that. The first one of these came out. I'm like, you need to read this because this is your right level fucked up. He he's like every month he's like. When does that book come out again? When does that book? He is fully hooked on it. Cool. And uh, the alternate cover uh, was a hammer on or a hammerfall. Hammerfall, uh, yeah. Hammerfall. uh, Hammerfall uh, uh, font, which was like, wow. Did they announce this a mini or is this an ongoing? I think this is a mini. I mean, it's an image book, so it's it's one of those that probably starts out as a mini, and then if it's popular enough, continues. So yeah, I think this is supposed to go six. Um, anything else? Um, I well, got, I got a few more. So yeah, um, Vampironica number five wraps up. Uh, also, art by so we had two Greg Smallwood books. So he did the uh, Doctor Strange, um, Best Defense, as you can see, very similar. Uh, uh, you know, that's his style. His, his art style is very bleak, and not like in a bad way, but like the the setting seems bleak. Like the Doctor Strange one, obviously, because it was post-apocalyptic, so it meant to be bleak. Mm-hmm. But and it, then this one it complements the story very it's well. A vampire story and 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 whatnot. Um, some of the cool things that pretty much happened with this was the 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 Archie gang dived into the pool at the party because all the vampires were surrounding them. So they dived into a pool that they had filled or blessed with holy water in there so the vampires can't get around, you know, can't go in and get them. And then, you know, the uh, Veronica's dad goes, drain the pool. <laughs> We're safe in here. Drain the pool. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of hallucinations that Veronica ends up having, which are all from the main host vampire um, filtering in through her, so that's these are the visions that she's seeing, and um, it's been a long day and a long. That's week. where you put in the the uh, Jeopardy theme music. Yeah. Well, I, I was and I was gonna we, see we if you get could sued, unplug them so. and plug them back <laughs> in. He needed yeah, a reboot. Yeah, reboot. <laughs> Did you turn uh, them off was, and turn them was, on again? Was, that actually worked bad. with my printer at work this week, and I thought of Josh the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, so it, it all led to where the host was. She kills the host and, you know, undoes the vampirism and everything's fine in Riverdale again. And we have an ending. 
So it was it was an okay ending. Okay, you so know, it sounds a, pretty weak ending to me. It, it was. I mean, it was an ending. It was an ending. It ended. Don't get some, that. Yeah, yeah so, it's true. It, some it's it's not always about the uh, the the ending. It, it's about, about the, the journey. journey. So. Um, pretty sure I'm pretty sure that that's what Dave says a lot of the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the X Men. Why, why'd you read 24 X Men books? <laughs> so it's about it's the, the journey, journey, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a solid, it was a solid book. It's a fun book. I could see it being a uh, Riverdale, you know, episode because it would definitely fit in. So, alrighty, any other indies? Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Nothing? Nothing? Yeah. 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 Oh. Quantum Age number five. Um, the penultimate, books, yep. right? the penultimate yeah. issue of Quantum Age. This one, uh, we get to see Colonel Weird kind of reunite with Talkie Walkie, and he's surprised she's alive. Yep, and kind of explains his journey to the end of time. He kind of got fed up with always kind of being surrounded by death, so he's like, I'm going to go to the beginning of time with and then he realizes there's yeah he's he's immortal yeah is what I I guess is what they're getting at so he goes back to dinosaur times and just kind of lives and watches the extinction of the dinosaurs and he's like shit everything's always fucking depressing at some point like everything always ends and he's like I know the way to get rid of all this death around me I'm gonna go where there's nothing yeah so he goes to the very end and he's like I played the part as the bad guy many times because people will come seek me out because I'm at the end and I'm supposed to know all this stuff and like this is just when these heroes show up, the 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 quantum age heroes. He's like, this is just more of the same. And they mention Talkie Walkie, and he's like, oh well, hang on a second, let's go talk to her. He said, he's like, you gotta you gotta help these kids. They they could fix things. Um, you need to bring give uh, the the Brainiac character. I can't remember his name. You need to get Anal- uh, it's it's something with an A. It's um. Archive. Archive. And we have a funny moment where he's trying to convince her to let them have Archive back, and she's like, oh, I was just, I was just fucking with you. I've already let him out. He's, he's going to be joining them in about ten minutes, but I just wanted to make you feel bad because you're a fucking asshole. Um, that was really funny. Uh, but they need to... They have like the whole gang back together, and... Um, the, the the younger kids, the, the team, are going to go do what they need to do, but... Uh, Colonel Weird heads back to Earth He's and like, heads hey, I to need to go take care of something. Spiral Swamp, which is where um, Madame Dragonfly was, um, and we see like a a swamp thing sort of uh, character. Swamp, swamp thing Sasquatch. Yeah, or like I don't know. <laughs> He's just made of pine needles, I guess. But there's a, a butterfly flying around. She's like, yeah, I'm not Ma- Madame Dragonfly anymore. I'm Madame Butterfly. And he says. We can fix this ourselves, but we need to go back to Black Hammer Farm. So, I I, I love this. I love this fucking series, so I'm just going to keep reading it. I, I mean, um, everything in this Black Hammer universe has been great. A lot of the reveals are really, they pay off big time. Yep. A lot of times you get pay, uh, reveals that are just like, they fall flat, but they always seem to pay off in this book. I guess we got our first one shot from the Black Hammer universe yeah. this this week. Uh, Cthulhu-ese. That's a one shot. Yes. I, I, this is the daughter of the character we saw during the uh, Sherlock Frankenstein yep. miniseries. Um, uh, Lou K- Kaminsky was a plumber, went down to the sewers and met Cthulhu, who turned him into a monster and said, all right, do bad things. And he did for a while, but then he got tired of getting beat up by uh, 
Black Hammer and Abraham Slam and all those heroes. So he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to retire. He's a prick. Mom's a prick. Yeah, I didn't realize. So I think I, I seem to remember in Sherlock Frankenstein, he was like, I may look like a monster, but my wife is the real monster sort of joke. And he was yeah. just kind of like a victim of spousal abuse. But he's a fucking asshole in this one, too. So she is bullied at home by her parents and bullied at school by her classmates. And she's al- she's always getting this calling from something. Yeah, and she's like, all right, fuck it. I know where I need to go. She goes into the sewers to meet with her grandpa, which is Cthulhu. And he's like, all right, you know what you need to do. And she's like, well, what do I need to do? He's like, well, I'm very hungry. Your your father used to bring me people to eat, but, uh, you know, you could always do it for me now. So she goes to school and kills everybody. Kills everybody at her school. And, and then she's like, I- I'll do this if you can make me normal. And he's like, all right. You've you've done your job. You've killed everybody, and I ate them. So here you go. He eats her as well, but she gets spat out into a universe where everybody looks like her, and she's like, "All right, you made me like everyone else. This is great." The end. <laughs> it's like okay. So the moral of the story <laughs> is kill your bullies, kill everybody. When when you get bullied, just kill everyone. I um I really like this a lot, but I thought there was just a funny a funny moral at the end. It was there. right. Uh, as a one shot. It was it was uh, perfect for the Black Hammer universe. I mean, it fit fit right in. So, okay, it, it, more Black Hammer, please. Alrighty, um, you have anything? That's it for me. I don't have anything else. I have, have anything? I have a few more. Um, right. <clears throat> Skyward. I didn't get to. I wanted to. Did Number they? Did one. they yet? Uh, no. But we get some we get some more plot development. Uh, a lot of it I in this issue. I don't give a fuck about the plot. I want to know how they go to the bathroom. Uh, the the evil guy who uh, got rich off of the whole gravity thing, um, tries to get her friend Edison on his side. The guy with uh, the, the amputee guy. He's like, look, you you need to understand that that Willow, the main character, wants to fix gravity. That means you're going to be put back in your chair, and you're going to lose a lot more than I. I'm going to lose my fortune, but you're going to lose your freedom. And he's like, she wouldn't do that. So he's kind of getting her friend to Why would change he lose his mind. His fortune? Because this guy's made, all, I don't know, he, apparently he's made all of his money off of exploiting the fact that there is no gravity. And when gravity gets turned back on, no one's going to need like his gravity boots or all these other gravity. But he still gadgets. has He still money. has money. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, if tomorrow everyone. Wouldn't grow, if he, tomorrow, wouldn't, he would lose his power. Right. Yeah. yeah if tomorrow everyone goes. Ah, oh, we don't need windows. Bill Gates is still worth a shit yeah. ton of money. Yeah. Uh, but she ends up talking to uh, the guy that runs the farm where they are harvesting like the bug meat that they revealed is what's feeding everyone. He reveals that he's fucked up big time. He wanted to kind of take it to uh, stick it to the man as well, so they went to Kansas City, which is where Willow was heading in the first place on that train, and he had gone there just two days ago, and they have devices in the city that keep the giant bugs away that, like... It's like this electric device that just keeps them all away. They don't like the the frequency it gives off or whatever. He's like, we were going to go there and disable it, and then the bugs were going to invade, and kind of we were going to hold people hostage with the bugs and, and use this as, as a leverage. But we fucked up, and we accidentally reversed the signal, and it attracted bugs, and she's like, holy shit, how many people died? And he's like, well, everybody. We killed everybody in Kansas City. And she's like, Jesus fucking Christ! And he's like, well, we want to go back to your city and do the same thing, but we want to do it right this time. We have the guy that built the technology that we accidentally reversed, and he can, if we can convince him to uh, work with us, we can fix things. I mean, all things considered, it does solve the whole problem of, 
oh, is it Missouri? Is it Kansas? I mean, if there's none of it, you don't have to deal with that bullshit anymore. Yeah. But he's like, she's like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll work with you guys. And then she goes to meet up with her friend Edison at the end, and, and she's like, all right, these people are just as fucking crazy to everyone else you've met so far. And and we need to fucking figure out how we get to get out of this. They want to. They killed a ton of people, and they they're probably going to kill more people. Um, and he's and he starts second guessing her because he then realizes that she wants to fix gravity, and he's pissed that you know he doesn't want to go back in his chair. But she's like, just stop being a fucking baby about it. Um, but this is going to sound crazy, but we need to free the bad guy. Um, so it's developing. Uh, normally these, I feel like these, these indie books that after their first hiatus and they, they, they come back that, uh, the story kind of tapers off, but this one's still very solid. I understand that there's art there, there, you have to give it a lot of creative liberties here, but, um, it, it for the most part in the world that it's, it's building, it, it, it's, it sticks with keeping me interested anyway. So, all right, cool. Um, I've got one more real quick. Oh, um, yeah, go ahead. And we'll the Magic the Gathering uh, comics they're doing, Chandra number one. Uh, it was okay. I mean, it's Magic the Gathering stuff. Um, the big reveal at the end is that uh, she's trying to save this city that uh, some, for whatever reason, she just wants to be a good guy. So she's planes, planes walking to other planes and wants to be the good guy by saving people. A volcano is erupting in this one place, so she tries to save it by knocking out the debris that it's being given, that's being thrown off. She gets knocked down, and shit goes very wrong. Uh, she ends up causing a lot of destruction as well. And then off-panel, we see someone say, ooh, such pain, such destruction. And it's the weakest fucking planeswalker ever, uh, Tybalt. The the Fiend, I think, is what his title is. But um, I don't know. I just read it because it was a number one, so... Um, I have no opinion on one way or the other. Actually, uh, for the Magic, the Gathering people, that actually ties into the storyline of that what's going on with the Ravnica uh, things. Yeah, and the whole time, wrap up the whole time she's novels. talking about her powers, uh, she gets visions of uh, Nicol Bolas, the the dragon yeah, planeswalker guy. So he's going to be the big bad of this whole thing. But right, but this this whole block is all about him. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. All right, and I guess that leaves us with. This holy mess. Yeah, did you actually read all of this? I actually read all of this. Um, uh, it, it's written uh, Spawn kills two, bitches. Kills everyone. Kills everyone, too. Too. kills everyone too, bitches. And uh, written by Todd McFarlane. Uh, and you can, uh, I guess, uh, you can kind of tell. <laughs> you can kind of tell. Um, it, it's. It's baby spawn. He's eating too much crap. He doesn't feel well. And he goes to the doctors and he sees Dr. Doom, literally. Doc Ock. Dr. And Fate. Dr. Doctor Strange. Fate and Dr. Strange are the one that give him prescriptions, which is literally a bag full of pills to solve his aching belly. Am I pretty much on point there, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he takes them and it makes his stomach even worse. And at one point he says, "Out of my way! I got a shart." Yes, um, he has a shart and jumps on the toilet. And we on the toilet and creates a, a big pile of poop. But the poops are just Has more. He been hanging out with slot. Hold on, they're more mini hymns. They're that's how he's birthing mini spawns. Baby spawn. So he's spawning spawn. So he's spawning spawns like baby gremlins. spawn has. 
babies. Many babies. And of course, he doesn't want to deal with this. And then he wakes up at night thinking it was a nightmare. And then it's not. They're all over his room like gremlins. And we have references. Of course, we have all these movie references going on about. We have an entire panel dedicated to the word fart in big letters. Yes. And we have all these movie references about all the movies being made. There's even a Stan Lee reference about him looking down from the heavens already. I don't know how that happened because it hasn't been that long, has it? And um, uh, about all these movies being made and there's these, you know, how... This was fucking terrible. This was was the worst book I read. This was worse than Superman. This, This, this... this oh, God, bad. it was worse than the Fantastic Four wedding special. This is bad. The first one bad. of these was bad. I don't this know what you were expecting. Oh, my bad. gosh. Like, when I read, when I open up a Dan, Dan Slot book, do you know what I'm expecting? Bad. Bad. The first one of this You're was expecting bad. shit, but this was literally shit. This literally shit. was shit. It, that was the whole joke. Poop jokes and, and then, fart jokes and burp jokes the whole way through. Yeah, and then he wanted to dismiss his, his little baby shit. Is that Dan that actually looks like Dan Slott. <laughs> <laughs> and now he decides to mother him. By the way, that's on number two news, by the way. Because yes. it's poop. You get it? Yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, so now the killing's going to begin. Yeah, there's, there's more issues. This wasn't yeah. a one-shot. This is four issues. Oh, my God, it's four issues. This is four issues. It it was it was not good. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really it was really kind of... I'm it sorry was, you guys had it, to go it, through that. It was fucked up in, in not a good way, like Murder <laughs> Falcon or something. Like Murder Falcon, you go, this is t- re- entirely ridiculous, but it was still good. This is the opposite. So, all right. Well, hey, thank you. Those are all the books for this week. Yes, I know there was quite a few of them. Might, might have been the worst week we've had. This was not. Yeah, we didn't have a real big standout going. This book was super awesome. Absolutely pick of the week. Um, you know, and it happens every now and again. Yeah. You know. So there were some good books. Yeah, th- definitely some. But they it was it was, there were definitely more bad books Thank and good. and mediocre books than there were good ones, unfortunately. All right. So we've had some things going on in Meteor. Right? Yeah. We had the uh big uh, CW crossover event, which was um, the Elseworlds one. A lot phenomenal. of fun. They're all. They've all been great. And I don't think this one year's was as good as last year's, but that doesn't mean it was bad. In no, any, no. Any, I, any that last year's so. is still probably my favorite. But this was a setup year, if there ever was one. Yeah. From the start, you know, the monitors telling them that, listen, I'm prepping you. I've done this with a lot of superheroes from a lot of Earths to see if you're ready for the crisis that's coming. And I'm like, I don't know. How, I don't know how they go to Gotham. They reveal Batwoman. They. They confirm that Batman is a part of the Arrowverse. He is real, and there was something that he kind of took off a few years ago. Yeah, he disappeared like three years ago. But, again, this is kind of timing up right now at the end of this. Um, I mean, they did that disappearing act with the original Birds of Prey TV mm-hmm. series. It was kind of yeah. the same deal, and then they had, I think it ended with with him sort of show not showing up but sort of in the shadows well what i had read is kind of uh dc's kind of relooking at these cw shows because their dc app isn't getting the traction they thought it was because titans is fucking terrible i finally caught up on it it's fucking terrible Anyone that's that, amazing there's other people say and it's good i'm like because really? they leave 
I, tell them to watch Young Justice season one and two, and then tell me that that piece of shit's fucking a good. However, I digress. He's turning red again. <laughs> because I had to watch that bullshit this week. This is the Angry Jimmy podcast. And Thank you for tuning in. You know, they're kind of setting up for it. But what I read was with Gotham ending, DC's kind of lightening up to the idea of possibly allowing Batman in the Arrowverse, whether it be a full-time show or kind of how they do Superman where he just pops in and out once in a while. Best part of that whole thing is they start out they start off where they're going and they're going to see Superman and Kara and it's the fucking Smallville yeah, farm. The Smallville. Oh my the God. The theme song plays yeah, too. The theme song marked out fucking totally marked out. I liked, uh, there was one point where, so we had John Wesley ship as the flash from yeah. the nineties yeah. series. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I knew cool. they were yes, doing he that. He shows yeah. up at one point in the well, arrow. He, he, is, episode. he is a flash in this, but no, he is Barry Allen. Yeah. I was going to say he's, um, he plays the the Flash with the the metal cap and everything. Well, Jay he Garrett. was so Jay yeah. He pr- so it, originally in the Flash show, he was Flash's dad. Then he is. Then he plays Jay Garrick from Another World, Earth Three, yep. and now he's playing his original role as the as Flash from the, from which, the 90s. which has now been brought into the series as Earth Twenty Two. I thought it was Earth Ninety. Is it Earth ninety? Earth nineties was the one that it opened with that was being destroyed. Oh yeah. So I think, and I think that's where it may have been where he was from, where he was just visiting it. But Which, anyway, he shows up at one point in Arrow, and he sees John Diggle, and he's like, "John, I don't recognize it. I don't recognize you without your your ring on." And I was like, well, "Hang on a second. <laughs> well, well, see, for a while they were setting up that Diggle wasn't supposed to be his last name, and he was going to be John Stewart. Stewart. And there's been traction to that, because there's been a lot of references to the Green Lantern. Oh, they've done it constantly. They're talking that this event's going to bring them all in next year, because DC's I feel like that's, yeah, I mean, the big reveal at the end is that Christ on Infinite Earth is coming next year in the fall. Next year, that's I feel like that, I mean, the whole, Christ on Infinite Earth, the, the story was made to consolidate all the different worlds they had. It was to had. clean up yeah. DC yeah. mess. So I feel like yeah. what they're going to do is they're just going to consolidate the shows as well, and Supergirl's going to be in the same Earth, Earth. as The Flash. And and which is the thing that would really lighten up. But the other thing for people that have watched Flash from the beginning, when he first sees the Time Vault, it all revolves around Barry Allen disappears and it's dated 2020. So it was going to kind of force their hands, and I think they're going to luck into some stuff because... The app's not going how it is. Gotham's ending, so there's more use of Batman. Have you ever actually watched the 90s Flash show? Yes. Have you? Very underrated show. It was very good for its time. Yeah, it was. It's just CBS fucked up and put it on against... I think it was on Friday night against Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It was not a good time slot. Yeah. No. Um, And there's a lot of references to that in the Flash, so... It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the whole thing. Um, don't really have any complaints about it. Even I if mean, you don't watch the shows, it stands alone. I mean, there's some stuff that spills over, but not enough that you're going to be really that confused. Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't watch Flash last season, or I've not I haven't watched any of this season, so I didn't know I didn't recognize Elongated Man, and I didn't recognize uh, Brainiac Five. Apparently, is on Supergirl. I had no idea yep. about that. So when yep. they showed up, I was like, Who the fuck are these people? But other than that, everything else was was really good. Really good. I really enjoyed the Freaky Friday stuff that they oh did. Oh my god, that was it wonderful, was fantastic! Like when they went to go uh, see 
uh, look for Batman and they found Kate Kane and she's and and, and Batman's always there thought oh it's an urban legend it's like yeah Batman left a while ago and stuff like that and <laughs> and she's like no Batman's very real and then and then uh, Barry who is the Green Arrow is is like oh yeah he's definitely the the coolest vigilante out there he's a total he's badass and then Oliver's standing next to him just like you son of a fucking bitch because he's the Flash and that uh, Oliver's trying to figure out the the speed like he overruns shit he runs off a building at one point it's fantastic uh, I okay so I do have complaints now that I think about it uh oh here we go Felicity and Iris were fucking annoying Wait, as shit. Were they were- lesbian what they were annoying what? as shit um iris thankfully kind of got better after she realized you know what was going on but um the fact that the fact that they even the other characters like hey hang on you probably should tell felicity is like okay even even the in character like know they have to tiptoe around this woman because she just it just completely flies off the rails at the moment's notice well she's lost it this season yeah um the one thing that bugged me about it is, so they are, they have all their own memories. They, they're they the only two that are aware of it on this earth. Well, they get hit with some of Scarecrow's fear toxin, and they see their arch nemesis, except Oliver, who is the Flash, sees Reverse Flash, and Barry, who is the Green Arrow, sees um, M- Malcolm Merlin. And it's like, no, your memories, I, I get those would be the two characters that show up, but you still have your own memories. That's not the one that would... I thought it was interesting. I mean, just having fight each other's villains, that was cool. What, cool way to do it. Yeah, but that I don't think that's how Fear Toxin would work, so that kind of bugged me a little bit. Okay, anything else? Uh... No one dropped a Glock and it didn't fire, so... Yeah. That's that. Any Anything else going on? Absolutely. There? Um... Chip Zdarsky announced his next uh, big uh, project. It'll be Spider-Man Life Story coming in 2019. Sign me up. Put me put it on my pull list. Zdarsky writing, you know. He wants all the variant covers. More Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm all in. There's probably going to be a Zdarsky variant cover and a Scotty Young variant cover would be my guess. Well, the first one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Border Town writer, and I... I blank on his name, but yeah, uh, this just broke really over the last days couple ago, yeah. days. Um, the comic shop that he used to work in marketing, it's a big shop, I guess, in Tucson. Uh, girl that works there, and I guess is really big in the toy industry, um, and still works there, kind of wrote a blog about you know some of the stuff happening because she ran into him at a con, and essentially he raped her, and she always kind of thought, you know, kind of played it off until she realized that he's just a shitty person and is finding out more and more of this. Well, she kind of kept it very, hey, you know, I don't want to mention any names or anything like that. And the comic shop straight out called them out like, listen, we're not carrying border border town anymore. We won't we won't support, you know, anyone that does this kind of shit. And the artist who is uh, Villa Boss has announced that he's leaving after well he's leaving he didn't say when but he is apparently done with number six and the color has announced that number five is going to be her last so number six isn't colored yet so don't know where that's going but i can't see number five or six ever hitting store shelves i mean uh, it sounds like they may pull the plug on yeah that but one, yeah. yeah okay and i'm not I'm not saying that that's okay if it happens. Yeah, I was going to say, be careful. Okay. 
But like, is there actual proof that like is is it he said she said is he denying or oh he he, he just shut down all the social media that yeah, was his he, response he to deleted her. everything. But that's still not. I mean, it is the full damage control sort of route, yeah. and it doesn't really make him. It doesn't really confirm that he did anything or not. But I mean, yeah, and I, I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to victimize the victim or anything like that. But you, you're seeing this more and more, where all somebody has to do is say yes, he did it, and there's no. You know, the details. It, it, that... se- it seems like there uh, there are details that are missing that I mean we just aren't privy to because we aren't involved in the situation. Right. But when the people that are involved are taking these drastic measures, then it almost seems like they know more than we do. And isn't there and other kind people of playing backing? backing yeah, there's there's people backing out like that. Yeah, she's well, done, other, like he's done, like especially he's since he's like there's more than just her coming. Yeah, forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not right. nothing to the extent of what happened to her. Because at first it was kind of consensual, and then he really just went off the deep end with it. Like, it was kind of a rebound thing for her, and he just, like, went off the deep end. But apparently other people are saying, like, since he got this contract with Vertigo and writing this, I guess he's been doing more appearances and stuff. And they said, like, he's a creep at con to people, and there's all kinds of complaints about it. So a lot's coming out with it. So, um, again, Vertigo hasn't said anything. I think they're letting kind of seen what all happens but from everything i've seen about this story it does not paint like there's no one coming to his defense no so like the the hardwick one there was people coming to his defense there's nobody coming to this guy's defense yeah and uh um also on similar lines uh and this evidently just also happened a few hours ago is cbs paid 20 million dollars to women's group i guess this story broke a as of the recording a few hours ago, but uh, a day or two ago, Elijah Dushku um, was paid $9.5 million because of sexual harassment from uh, uh, Mike, is it Mike Weatherly from Bull and uh, from CSI? From NCIS? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was, there was like rumblings of that, that he, that's he said reason. things, he said a lot of things to her that made her feel uncomfortable. They wrote her off because she was supposed to be a big character next in season. his news his next season of his uh, bowl series. Uh-huh. And they wrote her off after three episodes and now they ended up basically paying, uh, might be first basically. No, no, there's no, plenty there's of them. <laughs> um, what she was going to get for her contract anyway, they, they just, they, it out. they, pretty much paid her uh for it so um but yeah there is i mean he's there, talking about like, spanking like her and having has his... canceled the book that they, they have yeah yeah I, I know as of this point I, which is kind of a shame i mean i didn't read it either last week or this week it was supposed to be last week i think it was and yeah, I, I just did because last week was a fucking really heavy week but it was a good concept and stuff like that like but, i said i liked the concept the writing yeah. was a little wasn't oh yeah he wasn't up to level of, yeah he wasn't that talented so. yeah no he just had a good cool idea. idea yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah uh, is that pretty much it for our uh, news th- oh um, the big kind of Marvel mini event coming up is and the way they teased it was fucking phenomenal because it got me was the first tease they did they posted a picture of who really gave the cosmic or the cosmic powers to the Fantastic Four, and it was Marvel's history destroyed, and that was the first one. I'm like, 
fucking slot, man. I can't fucking believe it. They're letting him do it again. How how is this flying? And then they started doing more. Like uh, they did Spider Man. They did a couple. I'm like, are they doing another run of what ifs? Nope. It's gonna be Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history. And I'm like, huh? More Cosmic Ghost Rider. I'm all on it. And then they announced the creative team, and Donny Cates' name wasn't on it. I'm like. And you lost me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're done. Out. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Yes, we're out. Um, yeah. I mean, it um, can't be worse than Spawn kills everyone. Can. Well, can. it can. It's they, possible. They, they it's could make it all canon and really piss off people. But everyone's like, was freaking I out. I know the it. first one who will piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So, um, all right, is that it? Uh, Luke Ferrigno hospitalized. Oh yeah, you just showed that to me. So, uh, um, something with the flu shot gone wrong, or I thought it was pneumonia shot pneumonia, or something. A yeah. Pneumonia yeah. shot yeah. gone wrong. Yeah. Vaccine or whatever Vaccine. going going horribly awry, and I think he was just at Steel Shitty Con, like mm-hmm. Steel the, Shitty Con the other week. Yeah, yeah, or last week. Would have been last weekend. Yeah. Probably the reason I love the Hulk the most is Luke Ferrigno. I remember watching that every week. He still TV. does the voice of the Hulk in the movies. He does. Yes. Yeah. And has a cameo he was he was doing songs. that in the cartoons when the yeah. car, when they were doing the cartoons in the nineties. Then he was doing he was doing yeah. the voice, which I thought was really cool. And uh, that's one uh, of the things I I told him when, you know, I saw him when I met Appar- him. Apparently, I'm not really sure if you heard really stand up guy. My aunt has met him a couple times because she does a charity event uh, every year for um, the deaf association. She got tied into it through someone she worked with who was deaf and has gone to it every year. And he's been a guest speaker two or three times, and he attends almost every year. So I know uh, when Hasbro or one of the companies that they had owned did some of the superhero stuff, um, my aunts all worked for Hasbro when they were big in Pawtucket. And they got to meet him, and they said he's just like a big teddy bear. So... Yeah, hopefully a speedy recovery for Lou. We can't leave, uh, we can't lose Stan and Lou in the same year. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen has ta- can't come any sooner because twenty eighteen has taken some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's been. Uh, Do you think it was wor- as wor- as bad as last year? And yet, Slot Mendes are still alive and kicking. <laughs> yeah, um, um, I'll trade them both for either Stan or Dicko. Um, all right, so I guess since this might. Oh, speaking of Dicko, there was an homage to him in the end of the uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange book, yes. yeah. which was really nice. Uh, oh, um, and I don't what, know what's what, going on with those Stan Lee tribute covers. I'm seeing all kinds of stuff. I'm seeing stuff on variants that are the 1 in 25s, the 1 in 50s, but not on the regular covers. I don't know what the hell's going on now. I heard there was gonna, they were going to be doing more. I don't know. So if somebody's going to try and collect all the tribute covers with the banner at this point, Good luck. Um, once it's kind of gross if they do any sort of like, like if, it, profiteering on it. Yeah, like the whole one in twenty-five variant. But that sounds that. right up Marvel's alley. So it's such a well, shame. Well, like, Mar- you think that they would try to make them as available as possible. Mar- Marvel said any profit if they ever do any kind of tribute, true tribute covers like a variant cover for him, that proceeds that they would make off those would go to Stan's favorite charity, and they named it. And he had plugged it a lot of times. Which they also said they weren't the company that were going to do a lot of big events anymore. And then yeah, and I mean, now they're like 20 yeah, well, big events going on well, right now. Well, so, I mean, they have events. They're not really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Define big. Hey, they, I mean, they here just went, we have a big biscuit. 
<laughs> um, they, they, they didn't mean like they won't do them. They just meant they won't be any good. <laughs> well, then they are. Yeah, nobody they are will correct. care about um, them. Once Upon a Deadpool can't, had its pre early release, as did um, Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, I have not seen anything bad about it yet. Apparently, people are loving it. So someone took the turd that... I don't... I Was I the only one when we saw the, I don't know, first half of the movie at the end of Deadpool that wasn't really that yeah, the into it? Venom, I think. Or Venom. Venom. I'm sorry, Venom, yeah. You didn't like you, it? You, yeah. Yeah, I didn't... I, I have didn't, no desire I, to really see this movie. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't make me want to go see it. Now, part of it was like, why the fuck is this in this Venom movie? Because yeah. what the hell that was is That was the it? best part of the Venom movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Um... I mean, I, I think why it's going to work is it's more of a Miles Morales story than it is a Spider-Verse story. Uh, I, okay. I, I, okay. I, I don't know. But You liked Venom. Don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you liked Venom. Your your opinion on this I like what I like, okay? Shitty right. movies. So... Okay, so since this might be the podcast that might oh, yeah, come out at Christmas. Because we're really, really Christmassy today. Might. So since this will be our Christmas episode. We're just episode, the hap, hap, happiest one. We're the ha because it's the most wonderful time of the year unless you, you know, work for the post office and have to deliver for Amazon. Um, so you want you suggested a doing a favorite uh, Christmas song and Christmas movie. Yes. Okay. We'll just stick it to the one, your favorites, and do, do round robin. You want to start uh, with mu movie or song first? Let's do the song. Okay. For me, I'll start off. It's real easy. John Lennon's Happy Christmas. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I make we do it quite often with the uh, orchestra. This year we're doing Imagine. Uh, if I had to say what my favorite one, because I have a lot of them that I really like, but my all-time favorite Christmas carol, David Bowie, Bing Crosby, Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy. Okay. Nice. Mr. Jimmy? Love this song because it's the only thing I can think of around Christmas time because I hate this fucking weather is Kenny Chesney's All I Want for Christmas is Real Good Tan. Thank God. I thought he was going to say Dominic the Donkey. I was going to cross Well, if Shit, now good. Josh has to think of a new song. Uh, <laughs> my, I, mine is, a, is, is the obvious answer. I hate all Christmas music. Having worked at... Uh, I used to work... All right. I used to work at a uh, grocery store, stock and shelves, third shift, and Christmas time was the worst fucking time of the year because they would play it on the radio all, the whole time I was there. I would then get home to, uh, I at the time I lived with my mother, she loves Christmas. So because I worked third shift, at night, all day, or all night, it was Christmas music. I would come home and my mother loves Christmas music and would play it all fucking day because that's when I would sleep. But I would hear Christmas music in my fucking sleep. <laughs> and it was, I, you couldn't escape it. Because I'd go to work, hear Christmas music, come it's home. It's like the ninth hear level of hell. I fucking hate Christmas music. So I'm sorry, I do not have a favorite song there, at all. There's got to be Christmas one you hate the least. That it, When that one's on, it's like I can tolerate Frosty that. Frosty the Snowman, we'll just go with that one. Okay, all right, I can respect that. Uh, what version? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's frosty. It's, no, it's it all fine. Because, okay. Uh, Jimmy uh, Grady's version is the best. Christmas movies. Do I? Do you want me to start again? I'll start. Okay, go ahead. It has to be a Christmas story. It has a Christmas to be. story. Uh, the. Okay. Yeah, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah. Just yeah. shoot your eye out, kid. Okay. Um, you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I I'm. 
I'm gonna get ready to take the barrage, but it's it's a wonderful life. That's my Christmas movie. I, well, hey, well, that is around your age group, so. Nah, hey, I, I like that. I love that. I love uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, Miracle yeah, on Thirty Fourth oh, Street is yeah. great. Yeah. Mine is a uh, Charlie Brown Christmas movie. I was hoping that's a TV special. So, um, yeah. I well, are we gonna allow yeah, it? Yeah, we'll I allow said, it. I said okay. movies, Christmas specials, whatever. Okay. All right. All right. We'll allow it. Uh, also, a classic from the sixties, which we play songs off of that too. So, and we already know it's yours. Die Hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're yeah. back full circle. I can't think of a more perfect ending. So, um, thank you uh, for sticking it out on this seventeen-hour podcast again this week. That wasn't. Uh, um, it's 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 uh, a good. A it's 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 healthy. It's a marathon, and. Um, uh, happy holidays. Um, we will be recording next week, so we'll probably have. Uh, now we'll have to wait the next week to do the year review because I yeah. think the the week after uh, the day after Christmas there are not a lot of things coming out. No, I think they've kind of changed schedules to. Yeah, and that's why we're getting kind of hit with a lot of stuff. We'll, uh, we'll do our uh, rehab awards. We'll do the rehab awards. Oh, we're yes. having rehabbies. Rehabbies. Yes. Rehab. Re- rehabbies. Oh my goodness! I need to find out what that trophy would look like. I just, I'm, I'm interested. Listen, now. it's just it me, would, you, it, it Josh, would, Jimmy, and all our faces just no, beaming no. smiles. It, it, it would be like the uh, comedy drama faces, but it'd be Robert Downey Jr. from the nineties. <laughs> <and> now <laughs> keeps it comic book themed, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's good. That's good. All right, so yeah, we'll have the rehabbies, I guess. Yeah, who's coming up with categories? Uh, we'll figure it out next we'll week. We'll probably just yeah. come up with them on the spot. Yeah, like, why not? Like we, like we always, do. we don't prepare why? anything. We, yeah. we are so not prepared. But that's part of our consistent zero point zero rating <laughs> on iTunes. Speaking of which, please, 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 if you're listening, I drop us a comment, leave a remark, write a review, comment, spawn poop, and I'll send you something. There you go. There you go. Look at that with your comment. Even negative stuff, even if it's like, what, what the fuck is the you schedule like, on this guy? Trolls but, are welcome here, just so we know people yes. are listening to us. But even if, if it's hate for Josh thinking that Die Hard's not a Christmas movie, yeah, <laughs> let me know. Yes, we'll 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 uh, we'll we'll air your email or or text or Twitter comment or whatever else. Facebook. I, I gave comment. you the setup to end it the same way we started again, and you yeah. missed it. <laughs> So, uh, well, we started talking about the comments. But anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, Until next week, I am Paul the Maestro. I am Dave, not so Mad Hatter this week. He's Dave the Santa Hatter. Dave the Santa. But, oh, it's a secret. (laughs) God, Josh. So bad at Christmas. Jimmy Kimmel livid. <laughs> livid. And I'm Armady. I'm Josh Scrooge this week. Josh Scrooge. I, hate I, would, I would go with that. I would go with that. All I right. Like that one. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other.